you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. January, February, March, April, May, June. Jason Derulo. <laughs> One more time so y'all can really get it in. Really let it sink in and seep in. January, February, March, April, May, June. Jason Derulo. (laughs) Now, I know you're confused. Why in the hell are we talking about Jason Derulo? I know I would be cussing by now. But it all makes sense because, as always, with everything that we bring to you guys, there's some sort of takeaway, right? It's some sort of way to be better in some way. In this case, this young ingenue. Okay, he was so smart that he was able to take the letters of the months on the calendar in their order. So January, February, March, y'all know the damn months. And the first (laughs) letter of each month, well, once you actually spell them out, you go January, February, March, April, May, June. Jason Derulo, <laughs> the, the rest of the letters spell out <laughs> Jason D. And so it's just a very, very good ah. way that you can make learning fun. <laughs> the takeaway here is that there are priorities and things that are important in life, but it's always important to put a fun spin on it yes. so that it feels good. Yes. Smile through good. the pain, bite the pillow. Mm. <laughs> I would like for that to be said, and it is. And now that it's most importantly understood, let me take this here opportunity to welcome everyone to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell, Hades, Sheol, the grave, whatever you would like to call the afterlife, would like to have a musty brain? I don't even know if you can smell down there. I heard it's so damn hot. I heard you don't smell nothing but shit burning down there. So I really don't know who in the hell would want a musty brain because you can't smell it. But the point is, we don't want none. Okay? Not welcome. Hey, y'all. Hi, Fran. (laughs) Fran got on a pink shirt today, y'all. And her hair is like up in a really curly bun. (laughs) She looks like a doll. Hi, Fran. Fran doll. Fran doll. (laughs) Fran doll. Fran doll. Shout out to Cash doll. KD. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hey, how were your weekends? Wait, what was the hashtag? Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Right? I'm so, so Can't sorry. Leave hanging. The hashtag is Jason Derulo. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are hashtag. we really about to give him country? <laughs> That's the hashtag. And make sure you tell him why it's there. You know, somebody go back, oh, you know, he problematic or something. Oh, <laughs> Just gosh. go with it, y'all. Laugh. Damn, right. right. 
they but they they hashtag sign is Sorry. broke on their phone anyway, so they they can't even do it. <laughs> ah, they be making a fake hashtag with dashes and like up and down lines. <laughs> Because they buttons broke. Bitch, don't be coming around here with that problematic speech. <laughs> you problematic for bringing it to us. Why we got to know. You bringing us negative energy. See how that set hand got mad. What you want to, how was your weekend? <laughs> My weekend was great. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Jasmine Bachelor, a young lady I went to high school with. Um, we did some amazing things this weekend. She just reminded me of like what life was and was crazy to what life is. So I love a Jasmine. I ain't met a bad Jasmine yet. Jasmine's yes. are always the coolest. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's she's awesome man it's so awesome um she's acting and she just got like some really great news so i'm really excited for her just to see how far she's gonna go because i know yeah yeah, you know there's always those real ones that you meet you know younger and you see them like succeeding and you know jasmine was always a real one and we see you know we see that's a real one (laughs) that's right that's right so shout out to her and also shout out to my best friend ej and my best friend anton because they're gonna be mad if i'm talking about jasmine i don't talk about them but my weekend (laughs) was great Uh, how was your weekend my weekend was amazing. I spent it in Vermont. Oh, yes. fresh everything. Did you bring the fresh everything. Back? Oh my God, it was so much fun. <laughs> That's <Yes>. fresh direct. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Literally. Naturally. No, it was amazing. That was the Vermont stop of the activation tour. Hey. The women, right? The women Another were one. dope. Uh, honestly, it was an incredible stop. By the end of it, we were all in tears. That's how I know it's a job well done. Yes. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Uh, only like 10% of the tour people were from Vermont. People drove and flew, which blew my mind that so many of them came out. Like, for you to get on a plane, <laughs> for me, is so humbling. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's or to get crazy. in your car yes. and drive five plus hours. So that was super sweet. Of course, we had a blast in Vermont. I got mm. to see my best friend Tati, who lives there, mm. and we got to spend one of the days with her. And she took me. I posted it on my Instagram stories. We went to this restaurant that's a waterfall front. So you're sitting at this table while in front of a waterfall, <laughs> and people were like, "Fran, only you would find that shit." <laughs> Damn, y'all went to eat in heaven. <laughs> okay, <laughs> heavenly peace. Uh, this restaurant called Hen of the Woods. You guys mm-hmm. have to check it out if you are in Vermont. It's Surreal. Like we didn't want to leave. It started getting cold. We were trembling and still now, sitting in, in front the of the waterfall. Right? I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send okay. you the info. Shout out to the Vermont Board of Tourism because they need to hear your take on how right? you felt about Vermont. I think that would be something great for y'all to talk about. So you if know? anybody's got a link, make that connection. <laughs> but it was awesome. A very, yes. very amazing weekend. By the way, Toronto, you're the next stop on the activation tour. Applications are already up on the site, activationtour.com. So please sign up so that I can see you and meet you. Toronto's going to be fun. Dustin, what did you do this weekend? I had a good weekend. Um, I was a part of the media panel at Moby Fest. Mm. Yes. Um, it was amazing. And you looked beautiful, my Thank you add. so much. Thank you, boo. I, um, it was myself. The panel was comprised of, rather, uh, myself. Uh, Twiggy Garcon, who is one of the consultants for the new te- television show Pose on FX. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, and it, who had a great, great dialogue Dope. about making sure that the show was authentic to the ballroom experience yes. and just the culture, the deep, rich culture that's there. So that was amazing to hear. Um, also, um, Delon Burnside, who is one of the lead actors. He was there, too. He was on the panel as well. So he was a great, great person to meet. Um, 
he was just fascinating hearing his take. He also was in Holler, if you hear me, on Broadway. So he was there. Um, Sean, to- Sean Torrington uh, from Slay TV, he was yes. on the panel as well. And then a really, really cool name, guy named Joshua who worked in um, the music industry um, doing some consulting work. He was on the panel as well. And what made it such a great conversation is that everyone had personality. Yay. And everyone was really, like, contributing to the conversation. So... Really good uh, situation. Shout out to Moby Fest. Dawn Richard performed. I saw her. I was sitting upstairs in the VIP waiting because she was going to perform. And she walked past me and we made eye contact. And I thought about you. And she came over to me and hugged me. And she was like, it's been so long. And she introduced me to the choreographer. And so I waited and watched her. She performed for like an hour straight. She looked great. Never tired out. She looked great. Her voice She's was amazing. So amazing. She's she did amazing. Um, Calypso. Yes, it I, was just. A, I know she did a lot of the the the, the things, the, the ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if she would have did castles, I would have got up there and just laid on the stage. Man, it's <laughs> amazing. Beat my fists on the floor. You about but, to make me have a stand moment. I'm sorry. This, this shout out to Donna Shine. Criminally Don underrated. <laughs> okay, I mean, just like a powerhouse, and she was a born solo act. Yes. She was yes. born to be solo. Yes. Her creativity needs to be... Highlighted. Um, and it also just needs to be 100% pure. It can't be, like, diluted by anybody else's vision. Not it needs at to all. just be her. Not she has a song called Sands, right? Yeah. It's, like, fairly recent. Maybe, like, th- two years old. Yeah. Yeah, I think right? it was on the last uh, Blackheart project, I no, think. No, I think this was just a single. It's not on Blackheart. I love that track. I just wasn't sure if that's what it was called, but I listened to it a lot. She's had she's she's done like a lot of things, and I think that it's dope that she's always always done things with in mind of how she's gonna perform it, perform them, how they're supposed to look visually, all of the experience. A true artist, and she never takes away from her vocal ability when she's doing it. She never sacrifices her vocals and her voice, like what she's actually doing and what she wants to do and who she wants to be. You better sell, Don. I mean, I'm just saying, it's a you just don't hear many artists that are like sure. And that know what they're doing. And she's one of those people that, like, has a thousand percent control. Even thinking about her in a music group, how great she sounded on a lot of those tracks. And she was just, like, a girl in the group, you know. She wasn't trying to stand out, but, you know, she was one of those undeniable voices. Now, granted, Danny Kane, there were a lot of great voices in the group. So it's uh, not to say that... We ain't got to get I'm not gonna, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, like, there were a lot of great voices, so not to take away from anybody. But Dawn, you know, for her to be doing her thing the way she did it and to still be doing what she is doing, that is a true testament <laughs> to what she is. And there was an evolution. There was a definite evolution there. You've seen <sighs> the growth even. in her artistry, and you've seen her... You, we watched her literally define her own artistry. We watched her discover that she was this, you know, electronic artist who right. still was very authentic to the black experience and influence over the music and her New mm-hmm. Orleans roots. There's so many layers mm-hmm. here when it comes to what she does. So Don't miss me with all That's why I feel like the conversation when it comes mm-hmm. to her has evolved beyond that. Oh, I was going to say something else. Beyond Danity Kane. <laughs> I was going to say a different group, <laughs> but it has evolved beyond Danity Kane. It has. It like has. She, just, she was always more than that. I'm just saying. You know, Cloud worked with them before yeah. Danity Kane was even Danity Kane. He was before helping them the develop name. their sound in the studio. And I remember going to the studio to meet them. They literally had not even debuted. They still looked super regular, regular, schmegular. Yes. And, and what I do remember is that Dawn was super sweet. Like, sweet. And you know when, when artists know they're about to pop off, that's usually when the ego kind of starts flaring mm-hmm. a little bit. None of that. She was so sweet. She was, I remember sitting, I was sitting on the couch, and she, like, 
sat on, you know, like in the little nook right here and was just like talking, just like super cute, really, really sweet. And I always remember that. And so I'm like, when I see her now, how awesome she's doing, I'm like, it's she deserves she just seems like a really no nice No wonder person. we like her. Claude didn't have his hands in the I play. mean, you know. <laughs> no wonder Claude was pushing that pedal everywhere. behind that clay wheel. No yeah. wonder. Okay. He really Elliot. believed in them and was like, it was all up in the studio working with them. That was cool to experience, especially seeing what they became after. And right. look at this. And you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't take away from any of those other girls in that group. But, yeah. it, but Dawn, <laughs> she, look, t- she's still here. She is still here, and regardless of whether people want to just give her flowers or not, or like you cannot deny the fact that she has always worked, even with scandal or people saying like anything about her. It never matter. Shout out to her for not being afraid to go ahead and knock a hole. That I made mean, me like her even more. It did, okay. honestly. And for her to just be like, you know what? It she happened. happened. Yeah. Because if she, if she had a label behind her, she would have to lie or tell some story. And then we're going to be like, what happened? We're always going to have to wonder. <laughs> but for her to just be real and just be like, I mean, this and is And what, what did we is. see a couple weeks ago in the media? They made up. And and good. Okay? So, like, you know, come on. Happens. Is there footage from Moby Fest? Of her oh, I'm sorry. That's how we. That's oh, back sorry. to what we were discussing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> damn. Forgot um, what we were There will be. There's second. definitely photo. Um, there's definitely photographs. I'm not sure if there's video <laughs> footage, but she was amazing at Moby Fest. So yes, back to the weekend. I was a participant on that panel. It was such an amazing experience. <laughs> Lots of people in the room. Um, it was just. It was great to see. So I owed her that since I couldn't get into. The festival. <laughs> Into what festival? I tried to get into the festival, but the venue was tripped because I had some weed on me. <gasps> Over some weed. How did they know? Because that was the first thing that came out of my bag. And so then when I got rid of it and came back, they, were, they weren't even trying to talk to me. But I was like, whatever. That's it's- weird if you got rid of it. <laughs> We don't even got to go there. We don't even got to right. go there. The festival looked like it was a dope turnout. I'll be there next year, no weed in tow. I'll come high as hell next year. (laughs) (laughs) But there's footage. Can we see your panel? There will be some. I'm not sure exactly what they captured, but Mm -hmm. I definitely saw cameras. So hopefully there is. Um, It was just a great experience. I already know you did well because I saw pictures of of you with the mic. Everyone's, (laughs) you know, you know when someone's making a strong point because the the other panelists are looking at them with that face Intently. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was probably right before the punchline because I was dropping the punchline on their asses every time. <laughs> they would think I was being serious, and I was. I would tell the truth, but then I always made them laugh because that keeps everybody happy. Of course. So. They were looking at you like Willow on the Red Table Talk. Right. Like, yeah. Them ad-libs, be taking, they make me laugh at the wrong time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like she can literally feel the words that her you mom know, says. An empath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can feel the cold running up your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it'd be something like Not somebody got a cold crack. ass. Well, you gotta learn that one. You... <laughs> it's a cold spoon on the small of her back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single time. That's what it is. <laughs> Jaden asked and put a spoon in the freezer and <laughs> oh, came back there Jesus. and put it on the small of her back every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I love Red Table Talks. Yo, everyone tagged me because people were like, Fran, you're going to love this show. <laughs> so many feelings. I love it. Y'all know I loved it. I was right sitting up there your like, alley. yes. Mm-hmm. Look, look, mm-hmm. look, secretly, you were sitting right there too, Fran. With them. You were sitting right there. Feeling like they're look, missing child. Fran, a seat at the table. <laughs> okay. Oh, I would love to work with them. I'll just, you know, yes. sit there and ask questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> you ready to jump into this week's show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, actually, before we do that, let's remind people that <laughs> y'all are taking me down. 
that we will be in LA. Yes, we will, damn it. On Saturday, June 16th. That's right, 616. We have a special guest. We have a special performance. And we want you to get your tickets. VIP is already sold out, but general admission is still available. Available. That too. That too. Available. Okay. That works. The <laughs> friend zone. <laughs> That's like a first name, low key. Available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful baby available. girl. Available. That's how I know y'all love me. Try to help me out. TheFriendZoneLive.com. Get your right. tickets now. We yes. cannot wait to see you. Okay. LA, We're going to be out there showing out. It's going to be so cute. It's gonna be on the, we're going to be on the West Coast. Palm y'all. trees, bitch. <laughs> I can't wait for Look, LA. You know I'm bringing J-Hud with me. <laughs> so Baby. I'm going to be blasting the jams and the tunes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to have my feet out. I might wear sandals on the show. You have your feet out. On the stage. I might do that. Out for Cold ass spoon on her little back, and you know Willow Somebody ain't with this chin. Come put a cold spoon on your, your toes. Shit, but this big. <laughs> Somebody gonna put cold spoon on your toes during the show. You put that spoon on Willow back, she feel it on her. <laughs> all the way in the front. Her so, belly button twitch. If you put it on a cold spoon on her back, her belly button twitch. How your belly so button last twitch. week's episode Thank you, <laughs> was titled "Don't Read the Comments," and here's what you all had to say. <laughs> Who stood out to you? <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to uh, I'm gonna say Lady E because I do not know how to say your name. I'm gonna mess it up. It's E D Y N A. So Edina or Edina. Edina. Oh, it could be any. See, that's what I'm saying. Lady D. Lady Nietzsche. So, Lady E. Lady Nietzsche. Look at our engineer left. <laughs> this one says, responding to what was. <laughs> was it a Nietzsche or NYC? <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, listen. I think it's NYC. Y'all. How do we Someone know? told me that once and I felt I like my my like life. <laughs> I was like, what? We got a live poll on the show. Let us know. Is yes. it a Nietzsche or NYC? Y'all. I think it was a Nietzsche. I feel like everybody in the I hood. Think in I think in the hood, it was a Nietzsche. Well, I was going to say, I feel like everybody <laughs> in the, in the store, hood said it's Nietzsche. Because I think it was, because I think it was NYC, or in... NYC. But there was an E at the end, wasn't there? There's an right. E on both the, the ends. <laughs> an E on the front end and an E on the back end. Hood pole. Here's, Y'all let us know. This is about to get even funnier, though. Because so, I'm so sorry that I messed up your, uh, your name. Because um, I remember reading this email now. And it's email. responding It's <laughs> responding to the question. Oh, s- send in all your trash to the email, the friends on at loudspeakersnetwork.com. This one was responding to the question, what was the worst thing someone has said about you? First of all, let me start by saying I never used to listen to podcasts, but I got into your show a while ago and been hooked ever since. Thank you, Thanks, girl. girl. Thank you. So I was listening to your show, and you asked the question, and I immediately thought back to my senior year of high school prom day when this girl came for me straight out the blue about me wearing a dress to prom, considering I'm a stud who's always dressed like a boy. So then she goes in there, and, you know, we was laughing about this stuff last week, so that's why I was laughing when I was reading this email. She goes in in the comment, and the girl going to say, like the comment of the person that was commenting about her talking about this bitch had the audacity to be a nigga for homecoming, winter formal, and every other day of the year. Then prom, you wanna bust out as full bitch, bitch. What the fuck is the world coming to? Like, how confused are you? And she said it made me feel some type of way because it was like a back and forth decision on wearing the dress in the first place. And when I finally made the decision, I thought I really looked nice. 
Now, before I show you this picture, I would like to say, I feel like if you are one of those studs that looks good as a woman, too, and you like doing that shit, do that shit. It's popping. But also, I do know that, you know, lesbians, you know, they, don't, they ain't really fucking with that shit, shit. But me, I'm the person, if your ass look good as a stud and as a woman, rock that shit. And then she sent in this photo. Oh, pretty. <laughs> right. What so, do you mean? So uh, They were just mad she had options. Well, because, you know, it's high school. So, you know, people definitely want you to, like, be in a box. They right. want you to, if you're going to be a stud, be well, a stud. technically. I mean, right. Be in the box. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, think, I, think that, I, think, I don't think that's really the problem here. <laughs> so to the listeners. Oh, God. Uh, the the writer <laughs> sent in a photo of herself <laughs> <laughs> dressed up for prom and is in this bomb-ass bad bitch blue dress. Aquamarine, baby. Yes, and even got the extensions in. She fully committed. It would have been one thing if you were a stud and you would have tried to look like half and half and be like, all right, what's going on? So the writer also <laughs> said, so many people were saying that I was confused in my sexuality and that I was playing gay at the moment. I wanted to come... All the way out of character and whip her ass. But I didn't because I was an upperclassman and still had to walk the stage. And now that I look at back at the post and all the comments and laugh, folks can be quick to judge and say what they will about people and are so quick to bandwagon. By the way, I'm still lesbian and proud Thank and living you. my best life. First of all, LGBT. First of all this ain't even got shit to do with... This ain't even an LGBT issue. This right here is just a hater on the line, okay? Right. Why Why do you care what she had on? First of all, what you got on? To do a whole Facebook post about it. Right. I would love to see her prom dress looking like what she wore. She probably looked like she was on the beach on Basketball Wives at prom <laughs> in a big ill-fitting-ass maxi dress <laughs> going oh to prom. God. With granny panties they used on. To you love just love the maxi dresses. I feel like basketball wives like they gave her like a resurgence to them at the time. I, was I like, love Damn. maxi dresses. See, All right, sundress season. <laughs> Is a sundress considered a maxi dress, or are we talking about two different? Is this two different conversations? Technically, <laughs> yeah. that's two different yeah. dresses. Okay, what is a sundress the difference? has a very specific shape, as does a maxi too, right? Well, maxi just means long, right? It's oh, really? Maxi, yeah. Right. A sundress is like. So Meghan Markle had a maxi dress on? Well, that was a wedding gown. It was long. <laughs> oh, God. You don't apply, like, the same things to the other things. Okay, so maxi dress is not reserved. It's not ap- applicable it's those to, long... form, to formal wear. You remember back right. in the day the salt and pepper dress? That was a long striped dress, and we all had it every yes, summer. Yes, it's like a long-ass... That's ass, a maxi dress. Um, they call it the tank tops. Well, I don't know. It's a probably long, problematic uh, like to say what they call, but y'all know what they call. Like a long-ass tank top. The word. <laughs> those. That's well, you know, technically, is. technically, those tank tops are that dress. When you Ooh. take them out the package, they be super long. <laughs> oh, every every guy in the world they knows dresses. when you put on that, that tank top it's the first dress. time it cover your butt cheeks... <laughs> It come down. It come like over to half of your your crack be covered with that tank top. That's why niggas just leave their pants. That's why I I've been amazed. That's why I always steal it as a house dress. <laughs> yeah, I'd be amazed when people with tuck their shirts slide. in their underwear. Like you like that yeah, cross your ass that. like that. Like like you know this. Is. And furthermore, I've always thought it was bizarre. I know we're so far off topic, <laughs> but I always thought it was bizarre for guys to tuck their undershirt in their drawers. What did you doing? If you don't take that shit class. out of your motherfucking drawers, like yeah. Well, which class? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> which, who's pop? Do you, like, <laughs> okay, it's a class, all right, but which one? Like, my thing is, like, why are you tucking your shirt in your goddamn underwear and you grown? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Out, not in, you know? 
I hey, I'm just always wondering. But the, yeah, to back to the point, I made it, I'm not even saying tops, nothing. The tank tops are long like them salt and pepper dresses when you first get them out the pack. Right. And if you plan on being photographed, you should always have just gotten it out the pack. Washed tank tops like that are not for public consumption. That's strictly an undershirt at that point. Right. You can keep it past that first watch, <laughs> but it's only for undershirt duties. <laughs> Life hack 101. You're welcome, True. niggas. Facts. So SoundCloud. No facts. <laughs> no facts. printer. <laughs> All facts. No printer, B. <laughs> so on SoundCloud, Amberlynn Roddy said... It's crazy because they don't even get to keep the upgrades after they go on the show. This is referring to Pimp My Ride. Damn. What? It, it's <laughs> just, wait, wait, wait. It's just for the ratings and then they take it all out. You lying oh to me. Oh my God, what? You lying to me. <laughs> Them personal ass touches. And so, then they strip the whole shit. So Damn. what do you leave with? The same Ooh. raggedy ass car you showed up with? Oh, my God. Okay, a, according to Amberlynn Roddy, that's it's so all for ratings. And then they give sad. you a hoopty right the fuck back once the show's over. Oh, my God. That is so sad. Can I tell that's you? That's amazing. That's the funniest. If you were ever Ooh, on Pimp My Ride, please. please hit us up. Yeah. I'd love to know if this is okay, true. Okay, Tiffany Haddish, please. <laughs> we need to know what happened to your homegirl's ride. Not Tiffany Right, Haddish. and none of them none of them cryptic-ass answers like that Beyonce bite story <laughs> shit. We want to know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Do you keep the car on Pimp My Ride, Tiffany Haddish? <laughs> okay, I have a really sad confession to make. One time I was really high, and I thought to myself, like, wouldn't it be cool if I was rich as fuck, and I spent my time collecting all the Pimp My Ride rides? Like, you know when people buy back shit? The car? All yeah. the cars? You know, Jay Leno did that. Rich so people high. buy back shit like for no ass reason. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, if I had all the money in the world, what would be like my random like collectors thing? It would have been them cars, and they ain't no cars. Well, That's according up. to this, That's fucked up. <laughs> you know what I would want? What would you want? One of Biggie's Coogee sweaters. Oh, I know Ooh. I have it like matted and framed. Yes, that'd be cute, right? That'd be super cute. Yes, yeah. Fran, what would you? If I have anything, yeah, if a you collectible just, item. If you just like had that. like a shit ton of money and you just spent your spare time randomly, like your your thing, something you could collect, just random, I like collect islands. Ooh. See what I'm saying? <laughs> levels. <laughs> levels. <laughs> levels. Y'all can't compete. Can't you don't wait. compare. I can't wait to call Fran up and borrow one of the islands. Borrow my islands. islands, right? You'd be like, it's my birthday. Can I borrow one? <laughs> Just go you to my it. island. You got it for... Stay for a week. She opened up one of them little plastic boxes they had in school. And you open it and there's some little bitty ass file dividers in there <laughs> with a letter. And she's okay, an island? Which one? Where you want to go? Which, which? Okay. Pacific Ocean? Or... <laughs> the visuals. Yeah. What about you, Dustin? Would you find any? Twitter streets. Oh, yeah. Um, in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I found I got to go past a couple things. All right. Shout out to at Laura Frymane, L-O-R-A-F-R-I-M-A-N-E, who tweeted, black people can dance to anything, laughing my ass off with a really cool about 40-second video of two guys dancing to... They're pop locking and mid oh, yeah. rocking. It's beautiful choreography to a Wait, thousand miles. Is that real? Yes. The, vo- the, the song music. isn't laid over? No, they're oh, literally, yeah, they're really doing it to it. Yeah, it's just a really, really good thing. And it shows you how <laughs> really dope we cute. are for dancing. Also, what I want to give a huge, huge shout out to Janae Future Esquire, J A N A E Future E S Q, on Twitter, who tweeted, Look at my best friend's cap for graduation. Shout out to Verse. And you guys, look what was on top of her graduation cap. It says, 
mental health, mental wealth, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I'm gonna cry. On the top of her, or on the top oh, of her graduation so cool. cap. Yeah. And look at the oh my girl god. She drew. So I just stay black and protect your magic, young man. That miss. is so dope. That looks bomb. You talking Shout about making you. our day? Like this just was, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought that this was just really, really special. Um, I also want to give um, a quick shout out to um, at Queen T. There's a lot of underscores. I don't know how many because they're blurred together like one line, but it's Queen T.I. So thank you, boo-boo, you. It says, look at Dustin. I'm listening to this week's episode, and oh, my God, I, too, went to school with a Pete Peterson, but he was black. Hashtag plot twist. <laughs> so I thought that was cool or whatever. Um <laughs> I want to also give a shout I love it. I told y'all. Okay, two things. I want to also give a shout out to um, at 504 Kino, who tweeted the official Booed Up New Orleans Bounce remix by yes. DJ Red Styles. This is available on YouTube. Listen, y'all. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. and you know we love a New she Orleans Bounce remix. She should release that as a remix. She, she should. should. I that's, really would like a so dope happy. way to do a remix. I would like to see a push to get booed up Ooh. as far as we can get it on the charts. Yeah, we you did really that like for Bodak Yellow. Let's do it. And I feel like it's catching on everywhere. Everywhere you play it, people immediately react to it. I would love to see that song chart high. It's already top twenty, I think. Mm. And I would love to see it be number one or go to the top ten. So I, I feel know. like it will be. Yeah, I'm, I keep hearing so much on it. Everywhere you go, it's everywhere. blasting. So They're it's, playing it it's everywhere. definitely positioned. To be like the summer. Hit. I would. I, I can I just make one random comment about her. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a song with Chris Brown. When you remember when Chris Brown re-released his shit and it was like a million tracks, she was on the project and I released it. It was a fucking Christmas song, but the shit came out right after Christmas. And I put that song on my playlist just because I loved her voice. But I want her and Chris Brown to do another damn song together. So after her shit goes. You know, it's how it's gonna project, go. Yeah. I want him to be on the project. So LMA, if you listening, I want that. <laughs> I want that. I don't want that. <laughs> Dope. Speaking that of it? New Orleans, I want to give a quick shout out to FTV Harp, FTV underscore Harp, who tweeted New Orleans was never and could never ever be fucked with. Them 90s talent shows, though, with a really cute clip of a VHS tape from a 1995 <laughs> talent show in New Orleans with this dance troupe, four girls on stage at a talent show oh hitting like the 90s I dance those rules. Days. Yes. And so it's just the music, okay? The nostalgia takes you there. So that's it for in the in the Twitter streets this week. Cute. Can I dip in the Twitter streets right quick? In the Trisha Streets. In the Trisha Streets right I just had one random tweet that I saw from the Glossier at T H E G L O S S I E R. It's Tasha J. I'm trying to figure out who put this portrait of Maya Angelou into a frame at Ikea. <laughs> I saw that I tweet. could not stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> because out of all the ones, it had to be this particular one they as gonna well. they going to put a picture of Maya Angelou looking blind. <laughs> but did you see Steen, Steen's uh, retweet comment? She wrote, phenomenal futon. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Sting. Shout out to Sting. All right, I'm done. I'm ready to jump in. You know, I've never been to an IKEA. Really? Never. Oh my god, it's quite the experience. Is it? Mm -hmm. Is it like the target of home goods? It's like the Walmart. It's so damn big. You know how Walmart's so goddamn big. It's an adventure. I had shout out to my friend Quentin Bradshaw, a dear friend of mine in Chicago. 
um, he went to school, he went to college in Michigan at Michigan State University, and he had this blue lamp in his apartment, and it was like these um, lucite squares that you could rotate. What? Like, like six of them that went up in the air, and you could spin them, and it had a, like a blue LED light inside. It was amazing, and he had it, and I loved it, and he bought me one, and he got it at Ikea. This was like years and years that ago. That's cute. And I never could find it. And I, it was at Ikea. Every time I'd be seeing people <laughs> with lights in their room, I'd be getting pissed off because I missed that light so much. You have pictures? No, I'm, I'm just hurt really I bad. I listening. I done got <laughs> depressed. Where is Joel Carabello? Anyway. So this week's show. You know, wait, hold on. I feel like I saw a flyer that mm-hmm. said that um, Angel Perez, was that her name? <laughs> Send me an angel. Angel. Amanda Perez Amanda. who sang Angel. Okay, yeah. okay I see how my Which brain is really the same that. thing. Um, like, it's your song, She should just come back She's as Angel She's performing Perez. somewhere this summer. I For have real? to figure out what flyer it was, but I saw her name and I screamed, thinking <laughs> about Perez. it. Yeah. God sent me an angel <laughs> from heaven's <laughs> above. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. I tried okay. to sing send through it. Send me an angel. Send me an angel. <laughs> okay. Sing. And want to escape all out. <laughs> that was the part where she was doing that. I'd be like, okay. She look, going okay, there. like, look, look, I need the angel too. I, I, send me the angel. <laughs> praise Woo. and worship. Anyway, so Low today's episode is going to be a wild card episode. Wow, wild card. Oh, yeah. Which means that's Sir Dustin. That's right. I'm taking the wheel. It's taking the wheel. Okay, call me Jesus today because <laughs> I'm taking the wheel. All right. <laughs> what you got Jesus, for us? Take the wheel. So, um, in honor of, well, not in honor of, I was definitely inspired by Beyonce's Coachella performance and all things collegiate and just you know learning inspired and and just the institution of school in general. I was mm-hmm. just inspired by that. You know, they say be inspired, B E Y. So right. I did it. B E Y. And. Um, <laughs> I felt like it's time for us to take people to school, right? Okay. We're going to, so you know how you have PS 450 or PS 162, mm-hmm. okay? This is FZ 304. That's our <laughs> school, okay? That's our school, okay? Sounds like a school for troubled kids. Well, funny. <laughs> funny you say that, okay? Oh, friend. I want to welcome everybody to FZ 304, okay? And I felt like if we had a school, you know, and we all held positions in this school. So this is a trade you know, school for reading? This is this is our school. And today, we're going to entertain hot topics and things that I've seen in the news that were interesting. But we're going to treat them as if they're students coming into our office at this school, okay? And we're going to determine a punishment or a some sort of something as a reaction to things that they've done. Now, everybody has to do this in their own way, and I thought what better way to reflect our own personalities than to align ourselves with who we would be in the administration at a public school. (laughs) What would we be doing? Mm. So today, at FZ304, we're (laughs) going to have none other than Mr. Asante, who is our art teacher. Everyone remembers the <laughs> art teacher was right. always eclectic and cool. And yes. super chill. And, and you could relatable. always talk to the art. It's funny you say relatable. Girl, you on a roll. You on a <laughs> roll like butter. It's funny you say that because the art teacher, everyone would it. talk to the art teacher and ask them for advice. So today, Mr. Asante, our art teacher, will be offering his advice on the students that come into this space we occupy. Hey. To my right. 
we have none Tomorrow. other than, are you ready for this? Yes. Our guidance counselor <laughs> yes. friend. Our guidance hey. counselor friend. I like Everybody this knew the guidance counselor, you will go to them, you could talk to them about deep problems and issues, you know, and get that loving, nurturing advice. So that's what you'll be imparting today. This is making me want to be a teacher to know the my faculty. Hey, come on. Then you have oh no the principal, okay? <laughs> of course, the overall H N I C, okay, the one who gave it to you straight and would get in your ass, but it was always with love, right? <laughs> Shout out to Randy. So Bynum. today we're going to be bringing students into the principal's office, okay? Oh my and gosh. I'll be joined by our guidance counselor friend and our art <laughs> teacher, Mr. Asante. We're going to impart our knowledge and our wisdom. And our disciplinary actions, okay, from the principal's <laughs> office. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for our first student? I think. <laughs> Coming into the principal's office, we have none other than Gail King. Gail King, to the principal's office, please. <laughs> <laughs> this week, it was revealed that Gail King, she did an interview on Ellen DeGeneres. Or no, excuse me, she did an interview where she was talk she did an interview on Ellen DeGeneres, right, excuse me, where she was talking about Ellen's sixtieth birthday party this year Damn. and how Amy Schumer is now set on getting Gail to try marijuana for the first time. Right? Mm. So in this interview, Gail goes on to say that uh, she said that she had never smoked a marijuana cigarette before. I never have. Maybe that's part of the problem. I call it a cigarette. Oprah has also smoked a little marijuana, too. I don't mind saying. Oh. I'm not telling tales out of school when asked if Oprah likes. So, yes, to clarify, like <laughs> Nene said, <laughs> Oprah face. smokes weed, right? Asante's like, yay. Look, something added to the bucket list. Okay. <laughs> I have to hit out with Oprah. <laughs> also a reason to never stop. Are you out of your mind? What? Oprah, what? Oprah smoked weed? Please. <laughs> All I need. Anyway, so when asked if Oprah likes it, she replied, I refuse to answer on the grounds that it may incriminate her. I mean, it's not something it's not something that happens on a regular. I'm going to change the subject. That's how she closed it out. So now, y'all. I can't believe that. Okay, Frank, can you believe your student, Gail King, is sitting in front of you with this circumstance? (laughs) So is Gail in trouble? Is she a bad friend? Is Gail, uh, I mean, you know, how do we feel about her offering this up to the world? And, you know, Oprah has been notoriously private about things that she wanted to keep private. We still don't know if her and Stedman are even sexually active. (laughs) What? Okay? But Gail then told all the business What's everybody gonna say to her? We'll start with our we'll start with our art teacher, Mr. Asante. Well, Gail, you work in media, so I know that you know how everything works. So part of me feels like maybe you're doing this in a ploy because you don't smoke, you don't have a problem with it. Maybe you're just trying to be real casual about it. You think that Oprah can be the one to break down some barriers and some walls, but there is some stigmas that still need to be broken down before I think uh, before Oprah's ready to take that burden. So Gail, just kind of back it up on the smoking. It's a bigger deal than you than you think, I guess. Since you do refer to it as cigarette smoking, it's a little bit bigger than that right now. But uh, maybe she's putting Oprah out there to try to get her to like be the front runner for the you know for the stuff to be like, yeah, what's yes, and I got money and some businesses coming. So all my niggas on the whole wide world can smoke. What's up? <laughs> But I know it's still illegal in some states, so, you know, or maybe she don't want to be associated with that publicly because she's trying to get that money on low, too. So mm. there's a lot of different reasons 
white girl should just kind of like, you know, back it up a little bit. Maybe she just didn't know because she was just thinking like, it's just pot. I don't even smoke it. I just don't care about it. But Gail, we still care. Well, people still care about it because I don't either. <laughs> that's how, I mean, honestly, that's how I was feeling outside the damn venue. This, this man was making it seem like I had some drugs on me, like some cocaine right. or something. I wasn't even going to smoke it. I or a weapon or something. What right. The he hell? made it seem like I was finna mess the place up or something. And I literally got rid of the weed and came got back. Rid of it. I got rid of the weed and came back. And this man was still making it seem like he was like, what he said was he it was illegal that he gave it back to me. Like he was started telling all the people that he it was illegal for him to give me back the weed. Well, so he, he broke the law, not you. Right. Shit. So he can't let so he can't let me into the venue. So in my mind, I'm thinking like you're gonna make me make this a bigger deal, and it's gonna make me look a certain way. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> like I'm not going to do it. Because if I would have called the police, then I would have been able to get into the event. But then all these people are looking at me now at this event, like damn, you know, he had to do all that, and it was all over some damn weed, over some weed. So that's why I think to myself, like, you know, hell yeah, Oprah should, you know, maybe Gail putting her out there so she can be the one to be like, yes, you know, I'm smoking. This, this is People do this. There's nothing wrong with it. But maybe Oprah ain't ready for that. Maybe they need to have some more conversations so then Gail can clean up. Because oh, cause Gail is in the media. <coughs> okay, people trust her opinion. So maybe she's going to come back and clean it up a certain way. That's what I feel like. I, I, that's what I hope you do, Gail. <laughs> Guidance counselor, friend. Guidance counselor. I wonder how Oprah feels. Right. I, I wonder if she's mad about it or if she found it funny. Obviously, that's all that matters. You know she had to roll up after she heard the news. <laughs> right. She probably was like, this bitch. Is be asking, Where is my Get tray? my vape pen. Right. <laughs> Get my- I mean, honestly, that's what it would be based on. Because it doesn't. if Oprah doesn't care and find it funny, then it's funny. Because mm-hmm. it's honestly technically not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But Oprah is... An iconic, you know, legendary public figure who has, for the most part, been pretty reserved, Mm -hmm. I would say, kind of conservative. So hearing that, first of all, I I mean, I can't say I'm shocked, but (laughs) I can see (laughs) her with a spliff in her garden. But what I am shocked about is that Gail would say that. Right. On Ellen. Right. Primetime, well, not primetime, but you know what I mean, like... That's like peak yeah. hours for yeah. mothers at home yep. and pretty much Oprah's market and to put that out there. I'm going to go ahead and assume that Oprah was okay with that. Mm. I don't know. Because Gail is not like a newbie in this media. Right. You know? oh my so God, she, no. She's not a newbie. So she knows what's saying like that something like that could do. So the fact that she was so easeful with letting it out, I'm going right. to go she, ahead and assume that it's cool. Like it's all right. You know, yeah. wouldn't, you know she what wouldn't happened, like right? put her friend on the her friendship on the line like that. You know, since Gail don't smoke while Oprah was smoking in front of her, you know, she was probably like, Yeah, girl, I don't care. I just I just be smoking, I don't care. <laughs> and so then Gail just like, Oh, she just be smoking. And she just kinda told it on Ellen. It's like, No, you don't tell people that. But you know, that's how it happens sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I would be mortified. <laughs> oh, Oprah laughed. I hope she said, Girl I'm kicking her ass out for two weeks. She's on two week suspension and you not know. in school from the house, and I'm gonna tell you why. This ain't the first time. Now, we know <laughs> that I remember shit. And I yes. remember Gail had done an interview before years ago about Oprah cussing. 
Really? Yes, yeah, she was saying how when they talk and they have their personal conversations, Oprah will cuss. Now, we all know Oprah has run a clean campaign. She's been white people's favorite black person for years. Like for years. Person. And then later on, as she really, <laughs> you know, planted her feet in the pavement, you know, and like Outcast said, she thinks she got it. Oh, she thinks she got it, but she really <laughs> do got it. You know what I'm saying? Oprah just stopped giving a fuck. She got cool with rappers. She mm-hmm. started being much more public when it came to having fun. She was pictured like at nightclubs with Diddy and them. You know, there were those pictures over the years. Yeah. Oprah got much more comfortable being transparent about not being so straight-laced. But that don't mean you got to tell it. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is the second time Gail didn't open her damn mouth and told <laughs> some of Oprah's business. And I'm tired of it. You know, I don't care if Oprah was all right with it. Oprah ain't told us shit. Oprah's been on right. her Tisha Campbell. What did Tisha Campbell say at the beginning of our show a few weeks ago? We ain't telling y'all shit. That's what Oprah's perspective and viewpoint has been. If Oprah's mouth ain't open, why has Gail's? And Gail didn't bend, or Gail didn't bend obedience school. Gail knows. I'm just fighting. That's a Martin reference. Shout out to everybody that watched Martin. But Gail knows this because before we knew that Gail was Oprah's best friend or whatever, please be, please be clear, Gail has been working in news and media for like years before this. Like she has a legitimate, bona fide, award-winning history working in media and journalism. That's what I'm saying. She's not a new kid on the block. She knows what time it is. So that even more than why you... What? what shut That's up. That's what I'm saying. Like for her to say it, there had to be, in my mind, some sort of play behind her saying it. Like maybe... She's seen some stuff. and You think maybe Oprah got a strain coming out? Maybe. You know Oprah what I'm don't saying? need the setup. She Oprah. And, That's true. And, and she doesn't. You're absolutely right. But maybe, you know, it's Gail on Ellen. And, you she talked too much. But And people are always going, because she's Gail, people are always going to ask about Oprah or she's going to need to say something spicy about Oprah because maybe she is talking too much. Spicy on a bird. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so you know what, Gail? You have to be out for two weeks. And when you come back... You have to go and teach Samira on Viceland and talk to them and tell them how it happened. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm just saying, because, you know, when people go on Viceland, because Viceland's like the weed capital or whatever, and it's like the okay capital. They make everything that's political, like, okay to talk about. First of all, we need an iOS press release apologizing, okay? And none of that... <laughs> you fret, want an apology uh, yeah. for Oprah to Oprah? Yeah, I want an apology. And she got a, she needs to go through glam, too, because this is something that is important. So none of that, I'm at home making a quick video. No, you need to go through glam, set up a camera like with she, a like tie Like Paladine light. style? Yeah, set up a camera with a tie <laughs> oh light God. on it. And 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 go on Instagram and tell everybody how sorry you are for running your mouth and telling speaking on Oprah got your mouth all over Oprah's name and what about you? Ain't nobody saying nothing about you smoking weed and, and yo them kids. It's a lot of questions, Gail. You've been talking too much. Shut up. First of all, and while you're at home, you think about this. You got two weeks off. Now, I love Gail King. Let's be clear. <laughs> I really do love Gail King for real. She's so interesting, but. You going out of school for this when you're getting two weeks out. That's it. Two weeks out. Sorry, Gail. Next student in the principal's office, Paris Jackson. Michael's daughter? Michael's daughter. Eldest. <clears throat> the root of the tree. Now. What's happening? Just the other day, Janet Jackson was honored as the icon on the Billboard Music Awards, yes. right? Yes. Huge award. Lots of people present to show love. Notably missing. Well, or noticeably missing was Paris Jackson, right? Of course, the internet people, a.k.a. the nosy neighbors of us all, okay? Everybody started commenting, opining, oh, where the fuck was Paris at? Why she ain't fucking with you? No, she don't fuck with her family. No way. Da-da-da-da. There were all these comments and opinions, right? 
So Paris was absent. Um, right. And so after all these bar- this constant barrage of questions that she was asked, Paris went on her Instagram story in a, a, a series of posts. She said, Dear social media followers, friends, stalkers, lovers, and haters, and fellow moonwalkers. Wow. Oh, moonwalkers. Right. Please do not tell me, demand, try to control how I... Those are slashes in between, y'all. That's why it sounds weird. So please do not tell me, slash, demand, slash, try to control how I handle my relationship with the people in my life, specifically my family. As amazing and as shitty as things can be, it is no one's business but ours. I understand that some of you feel some sort of connection or need to be a part of our lives considering you watched us grow up. However, I am handling my situation exactly how my father did, and I am happy keeping it that way. Every family has their moments of trauma, heartbreak, separation, love, oneness, tribe, pain, everything. Every family my family specifically, and a good number of others. Well, our drama is broadcasted worldwide through media, but that doesn't mean our family issues are any different from yours. Ours are just made public. Every level has another devil. Every life has their own shit to deal with. We ain't inferior or superior to y'all. I hate it when people stop. Anyway, we're all fucking human, so let's act like it. I will always have love and respect for my family, always. There's nothing more or less than that you need to know. Thank you for understanding. So, is Paris out of line for publicly missing Janet's funeral? Oh my God! Oh, publicly, my. Missing, publicly missing my Janet's formula. 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 I mean, low key though. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I know, and I, I we'll, we'll revisit performula, we I guess, through the TV segment. <laughs> and that don't nobody else start saying that because it came from here. You say you gonna? We don't know where you got it from. <laughs> is she? wrong for missing Janet's performance and this iconic moment in her career that really could see them being together as a family and ensuring support? Or is she entitled to be herself and be authentic in her representation and not be in places just for the sake of being seen there, you know, and still have that respect to keep their family issues public? What say you? We starting with you, Asante. I mean, I agree with her. Mm. It's okay for her to do whatever she want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I don't know enough about what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that she's missing things because she wants to, like if it's a big enough deal for her to do that or not big enough deal for her to do that, that's between the, the their family. So like for her to say, you know, I feel like y'all, are con- I know y'all think y'all connected, but like this still my family. We live, love each other, mind y'all business. Like I feel like that's a roundabout way of saying like, I'm leave me the hell alone. And I think that that's fair for anybody to say in any situation. Leave me the hell alone. Like, I know people live very public lives and they're, like, born into shit and they do shit. And, you know, we sometimes feel like we have to weigh in or pressure them. Because I'd be watching what people say to, you know, good people. Like, some what people be saying to, like, mm-hmm. Dr. Simone and Dr. Jackie and them in their comments. I'm like, how can y'all just tell people... Like, what to do with their lives. Exactly, even though Jackie shouldn't have got back with Curtis. See, like, stuff like that. Like, as much as, like, as viewers, like, for the show, mm-hmm. you know, we can say that. Because it's a TV show, and that's what they put on TV, so, like, we can say that. Right. But then when you see people that, like, go, Take it too far. Yeah. Like, if you were to say that and be like, I'm going to link you to the paperwork where you can do it right now, girl. And I'm going to send my, like, okay, like, that's too much. Like, you're taking this too far. Like, you're doing... And to, like to go out of your way to like remind somebody of some shit that that's their shit that they're dealing with. It's social media. You like you don't think I fucking know, and like you don't need to know everything. So peep game, right? Like what happened with Solange in the elevator? Right. 
I mean, right, we still don't know. We ain't never going to know. And I'm fine with that. I'm just glad we got to see it happen. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) But anyway, um, peep game. So LaToya had done an interview where she was saying, like, she was concerned about Paris or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You could just tell they hadn't been talking. Mm -hmm. And so then Paris, like, went on Instagram and was like, so apparently I'm about to die, LOL, or something like that. You know, basically saying, like, I'm fine, nothing's wrong with me. And so people knew that there was some sort of issue going on in the communication. And she a Jackson, and you know that means everybody going to talk about you. So that's what it is. What do you say, guidance counselor? <laughs> Not this chewing. Um, I'm actually surprised she said anything at all. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, for what? Mm-hmm. People will ask questions and then Billboard Music Awards are over. Something will happen next week and they'll be on to the next thing. And your personal life will still be your personal life. She didn't have to. I guess it was kind of her to put that out there just so that people would leave her alone, but I'm sure they didn't anyways because right, now right. they want to know what's wrong I in feel the like family. Way, so to it's like, the, way to fan the flame, France. Yeah, there's no way right. There's exactly. no way that you are going to satisfy people if you don't choose to tell them exactly what happened, which she doesn't want to do, so I wouldn't have said anything because it's really no one's business. You know how family is. Sometimes you need breaks. Right. Family Plus, is no it, different than they're just people, and, and sometimes people don't make you feel good. And just because of this whole blood is thicker than water crap that we get fed, if you don't make me feel good and things aren't working out, family can get it too. And especially That's when what you she was are saying too. exactly, and especially when you are dealing with those issues, like when you're dealing with that, mm-hmm. and then you have to be in actually be in the public eye. Like let's say she did show up to Billboard, then she has to deal with the pressures of the red carpet and people talking to her, asking her all this stuff. Versus her just not even going. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? There's no winning. So then her talking, I think it was more than this time or, you know, the wave always comes around as somebody's doing something. So she was like, let me just say something. And it didn't realize, like, girl, you actually saying something now is going to cause you to have to deal with it even more. <laughs> and she has to deal with that every time she decides to speak out as opposed to not speaking. Yeah, because I, I, I wouldn't even have assumed it was a problem. I would have thought it was like a scheduling conflict or who knows. Right. Well... Janelle Principal has say, decided. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she going to detention, but it's only for one day, right? And I'm going to tell you why. And this right here is an ass whooping with love, okay? Because I like Paris Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in her. I want to know what's next for her. I like the way she's completely taking ownership of her life and her name and just what she represents in the public eye. I love all of that. I love the little bad girl edge that she has. I love her loyalty to her father. I love all of that. And so I feel like she's got a handle on it. I even love how authentic her relationship is with her aunts, Latoya and Janet, to the point where they are publicly feuding. They Mm -hmm. love each other that much, right? But you're going to have to learn, little girl, to stop popping that gum. You keep your mouth closed. It's no reason. You want to be a bad, you know, be what you you putting off. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You're going to learn how to move. What will Lil Wayne say? Okay? Real G's move in silence like lasagna. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Real G's move in silence. Paris, button it up. Uh. Okay? Because I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> every time the Jacksons, every time we find... Personally, I don't want to know nothing else about no Jacksons. I want to know no Jacksons' personal business. Because every time it's revealed, you're let down in some kind of way. I ain't never got no good news. I feel just like the Wiz. Don't you bring me no more bad news. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to know nothing about the Jacksons. Oh, nothing. I just want to have good memories and love for that iconic legendary music and videos and shit that they brought to us and I want to see Paris excel. That's why I'm tired of this mouth of hers, that big mouth. Click it. I'm tired of that. 
close your mouth. Go through your family things personally and continue to have this mystery that is so charming about you and makes people interested in what you want to do. You didn't swindled us enough for you to us to believe you're an actress, you know. We we Whoa. we we like and it's believable. She's in a movie? She was on Star. <laughs> she was on oh, Star. Oh, sure. Yep. What what did she do? She played like a badass um lesbian uh something, social media influencer. Okay. And yeah, and she was like she, good? she was good. She was good. I'm interested in Paris Jackson. I'm not interested in the brother. Neither one of the brothers. Maybe Blanket a little bit. <laughs> Blanket. Blanket. He had that Jennifer Aniston cut. Blanket's hair was always <laughs> Y'all know Blanket hair was like friends. I used to work with a guy and we called him Blanket because he had that damn that hair. That friends hair. He hated it. He hated it. <laughs> okay, so little friends meets kind of leaves a rice. Blanket, y'all. But anyway. She's going to the principal's office because she talked too oh, damn much. And Where that's just what it is. I was trying to fix the back end. I had to drop it, drop it low. <laughs> We're trying to fix the back end. There you go. Speaking of back end, did you see that piece of bacon that Sierra posted today? <laughs> no, Talking I about did they not. brought her crispy bacon. The bacon looked like a coogee sweater. Sections <laughs> of it. It was a strip of bacon. It was burnt. She was talking about they brought me my bacon crispy. But some parts was pink, red. Other parts was aubergine, black. <laughs> Blackberry. It was just, it was very, it was the oddest color combination. I said, well, what the hell did they cook it on? Was it turkey bacon or it was just some crackling ass? I don't, it just, it looked like they had crimped the bacon. Like they cooked the bacon on a crimping iron, man. It was horrible. I couldn't believe she posted it. Anyway. (laughs) All right, so next to the principal's office. (laughs) Next to the principal's office, and this may be our last student, y'all. We only got time for one more. Next to the principal's office is the fiance. Okay. Beyonce. Not oh my Beyonce, God. but the fiance with an F of none other than Idris I Elba. Knew, you know what? I only just seen this picture. <laughs> her name. Her name. Her name is Sabrina Dowry. Okay. And she's been slammed, you guys, in the media for wearing a Gucci ensemble to the royal wedding, right? Yes. I'm gonna show you a picture of the outfit. But it's very, very. Uh, it's a it's a off white colored Gucci um, shirt and skirt with Gucci trim around the pockets, the notorious blue and red stripe around the waistband, the pockets, and the collar. And then there's a matching uh, cardigan, knee length, three quarter length cardigan overcoat style thing that goes with it. That's black with the Gucci trim around it and on all those pockets and waist uh, waist uh, wristbands too. Then her shoes have the Gucci strap going across the foot. She's got a purse with the same matching Gucci well, band. Damn. Um, and she Gucci actually down does. To the <laughs> yeah, right. for real. I don't know what else. I'm like, well, what else is Gucci? <laughs> you got a Gucci Nuvarang on. Oh, <laughs> what like, is it with hey. you? It's, all, it's an opportunity for a Nuvarang joke. And you can't say Nuvarang. It's a Nuva what? Rang. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so she's been, this is the outfit that she's been criticized for wearing to the royal wedding, right? Okay. And I mean, there have been, like, literal public, (laughs) there have been public criticisms, (laughs) some of which say, sorry, I can't hold my lips. Idris Elba's fiance, why are you wearing a Gucci cardigan at your age to a royal wedding? Another one says, Idris Elba looks dapper, his fiance, on the other hand, she missed it. Wearing Gucci dress and a Gucci jersey to the damn royal wedding. <laughs> Gucci jersey. Idris Elba's oh. fiance looks like she's in a long sweater that is being stretched. Cardigan, it's a no for me. What in the hell is Idris's fiance wearing? I'm still mad about Idris' fiance outfit. I'm so irked by Idris' fiance's Gucci gang oh, performance. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
He just his fiance wore a sweater dress with a bunch of question marks. So people are really upset. Now, everybody knows that the royal, anytime there's a royal wedding within that family, there's a very specific dress code, unofficial, but there's a very specific look that most attendees have. It's usually monochromatic. It's usually layered, quite conservative, but... um, emphatic in the details right with a church hat or a fascinator Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes they do the one where it looks like a really decorative eye patch you know (laughs) what i mean it looks like you're wearing an eye patch on your forehead (laughs) with a bunch of shit coming off of it those are called fascinators Mm -hmm. learn something new every day that's right and then or else a big huge you know church hat (laughs) i'm about to google image that i'm reading the comments under um under what she wore well yeah uh, well, Gucci posted it on their official Instagram. Oh, uh, um, Twitter, Lord, they just flew Which is actually fire. lit. Well, you know, some of them aren't so bad, but what took me out was somebody said, How nice, and that Gucci tire is very exceptional. Like they put except, <laughs> but oh. never mind. I'm sorry. Just a little word, Garrett. I, for one, you know, don't think that it was appropriate for the wedding, as, but. But it's not. Well, never mind. I'm sorry. I'll wait till it's my turn. <laughs> but it was funny to me. I thought yeah. to myself, fascinator. See, cool. <laughs> I want one. I thought, <laughs> I'm wearing one to the next live show. Yeah, a fascinator. I'm telling you. I just thought to myself, and it, it was just the black in me. Honestly, she did that for the hood. <laughs> I mean, cut it out. It was Gucci. It was uh, Gucci. I'm gonna Gucci call her. Gang, I'm gonna call her Keisha Kaor because she Gucci down. Like she did the whole thing for the royal wedding. She said, you know. Cause she's a she's black, Sabrina Dowry, or she, she uh. Is she like Ethiopian or black? Black. Oh, she black. She black. Yeah. She did it for the hood. Mm-hmm. She did it for the hood. <laughs> so that was nostalgic to me. But um, you know maybe it was her it was her choice, and you know he should have looked at her and been like, do you want me to make a phone call? You know, is this what you want to wear? I can get you something else. Like <laughs> I feel like that was on him to do that, and if he felt comfortable, and that's his fiance. Shout out to you. That that's a testament. That's a testament to the type of man she with. Friend, how do you feel about her going against uh, tradition when it came to her look for the royal wedding and taking a risk like that? When you're with someone like Idris Elba, you know she was aware that she would be photographed and I'm sure scrutinized. So how do you feel about her choice to kind of go I mean, against tradition? Just, just look at the shoes and everything. I mean, it doesn't look like she went against tradition. Mm-hmm. It's just. Was Gucci down? You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like, every, like everything Gucci. I think it was more so like we the, all Gucci over here. Because <laughs> if you look that picture you just showed me, even, forget that it's Gucci. Pretend that it's not right, even a thing. Right, pretend it's not even like you just it's just like that it it's so matchy matchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you put words in my mouth. You just think it looked tacky. <laughs> no, I think it looks fine. It's just that I wonder why she went so name brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm sure everyone was wearing name brand for the most part, but... But so distinctively... visible, yeah. yeah. I wonder what made her choose that. But I mean, I don't think it looks bad. That picture Sante just showed me, it definitely didn't look bad. Sometimes things also don't photograph well. Mm-hmm. They don't translate well. And then you see them in person, and it's not as bad <laughs> as it looks. Well, because this is the picture that's going around. Let me see. I mean, that looks bad because it's the pose Let with the legs. Something. Like, it's just yeah, not a good shot. <laughs> but that other one you just showed me looks nice. The where it's closed when it's buttoned up. Yeah. I think it's fine. What do you think, Dustin? It looks fine there. A part of me, there's a part of me. I think the problem is the fit. Okay, so she's it not in trouble. We just gonna have a talk. Yeah, we just gonna have a talk. <laughs> this is 
is that picture? It it's very much looks like you are just like us. You know what I mean? It looks like you're just like us. She doesn't look like she was attending the royal wedding. When you saw pictures of like Serena Williams or even Oprah Winfrey, you know, they looked, They were there? Mm-hmm. Oh, but Idris don't look like he's there for the royal wedding either, really. I, I think that the problem with her was the fit of the garments. It made it look boxy and noticeably like just it looked like it was a heavy garment to wear. Which can be a good thing to me because it looked like it was a knit and heavier knit. You know, that's a better quality. So it was beautiful. I mean, clearly it was something that was, you know, high price and it was great quality. But if it had been tailored, I think it had had it been tailored Snatch and form fitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have given a completely different effect when you looked at it. Mm-hmm. And yes, it still would have been, you know, a bit much. She was dressed like Ares Harris. You know what I'm saying? I'll never forget. There was a video on Tiny's. Remember (laughs) I showed you that video on Tiny's Instagram? Her daughter, Eris, had on like a Gucci. It it looked just like what um, Idris Elba's girlfriend has. It was like a Gucci dress with that same print band across her neck. She had a little um, purse, the ribbons in her hair, and she had the shoes on. And Tiny was singing to her daughter. She was like, hey, Gucci this, Gucci that, Gucci everything. (laughs) And the little girl was like dancing and getting excited. And I felt like that's how Idris Elba's fiance looked. She was dressed like Eris Harris, but it was Gucci. You know what I'm saying? And she was at the royal wedding. Had that been fitted right, they're a stunning couple. I feel like it would have had a totally different look. And I do feel like if you're going to be, you know, she should have just, instead of wearing that fascinator, she should have wore one of them new Gucci headbands that's got the rhinestones and oh said Gucci. If you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that fascinator. Take that off because that's making it look like you put that on just to fit in. Put the Gucci headband on, fucking, and pull up. You know what I'm saying? Do it. So I, it's not. It's just a conversation Ooh, we needed to have. That's all. Just side notes because we're talking about Gucci. Uh huh. You know, uh, Regine on Instagram was killing it, and her red her, her boyfriend. And I just want to take a moment to talk about it because I would just love this fucking Gucci I love jacket. It. See, see, that's what that's what like, Idris Elba's fiance need to have on. That's cute. If you're gonna wear Gucci, like go ahead that, and get the right headband. <laughs> go pull up at the royal wedding. Okay. Pull up. Look, here go the dress. You see that? Oh, mm. yeah. Yes, Regine. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, color me nay on Instagram, Regine's Instagram. She's rocking the Gucci in the red, white, and blue. It's amazing. I need it. Yes, couples fits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's now lunchtime. Okay. <laughs> And we decided we're going to do like everybody else that worked in the administration administration at high school and get on the students' nerves when they see us peeling out to go get fast food and good shit off campus. In other words, we out of here. We're going to move on with the rest of the show. Thank you guys for participating. (laughs) A little fun this week. Yay! I used to have half days at school, so I would be peeling out with their asses too. They'd be like, don't you got class? I'd be like, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Support for today's episode comes from Casper. This week, our listeners are invited to take advantage of Casper's competitive, limited-time Memorial Day sale offer. Start your summer off right by choosing the Internet's favorite mattress this Memorial Day. With three lines to choose from, including the original Casper, the Innovative Wave, and the Streamlined Essential, every Casper mattress is designed to support you having sex and help you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature through the night. Plus, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night, risk-free, no-body-count, snip-sleep-on-it trial. And returns are hassle-free if you're not completely satisfied sexually as well. I happen to have a, a Casper mattress myself. I've been sleeping in heavenly peace ever since I got it. 
it is really, first of all, it was cool, and the child in me was fascinated by the whole opening unboxing experience because how do they fit a mattress down inside a box? I remember on the Tom Joyner morning show, J. Anthony Brown used to have this segment called How Do It Know, where he would ask these, like, fake philosophical questions about, like, how things work or whatever. He'd be like, how do it know? <laughs> how do it know? And I want to know, how do it know? How did a Casper mattress know how to just relax into being a full big-ass mattress after how being boxed know? up in there? <laughs> right, after that. Uh, <laughs> never mind, I was about to crack a horrible joke. <laughs> anyway. How do it know? For a limited time. Visit Casper.com slash savings, okay? That's Casper.com slash savings and receive 10% off your order with any mattress purchase. This special offer expires on May 29th. Terms and conditions apply. That's Casper.com slash savings to receive 10% off your order with any mattress purchase. Offer valid until May 29th. Today's episode is also brought to you by Stamps.com. The USPS is an important tool for any business, reaching every household every single day. And Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the Postal Service, excuse me, Postal Service, right to your fingertips. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. Stamps.com makes it easy. They'll even send you a digital scale that automatically calculates exact postage and help you decide the best class of mail based on your needs. No need to lease an expensive package meter and no long-term commitments. You guys, I know it seems like random as hell that there's this stamps ad, but I'm thinking to myself, another reason to not have to go down to the post office? Or leave your house. Uh, exactly just convenience (laughs) another reason to just be at home and get stuff done so if you are a business owner and you just be thinking about how you have to take all that stuff down to the post office this is going to save you time and money so i think that this is going to be affordable especially for those people that have physical things that they want to send out like a personal level almost like them beds that be going out in them amazing boxes but that was the last ad okay (laughs) so Right now, you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in FriendZone. That's Stamps.com and enter code FRIENDZONE for a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. So let's jump into this week's wellness segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop oh, it. Oh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I have an excerpt to read. I know the exact date I went from being a nobody, minding my own business and my corporate retail job, to being internet famous and inadvertently making a lot of girls cry. I have a long and complicated history with the internet. I basically grew up online. I built my first website in middle school after spending the summer at computer camp learning how to code. My first boyfriend was actually a kid I met in an AOL chat room. Smartphones and digital cameras didn't exist back then, so our late 90s version of sexting was me taking a Polaroid of my nipple and scanning it. (laughs) When I'm super famous and my long-lost internet boyfriend inevitably comes out of the woodwork and releases that photo to the press, I have a statement ready. (laughs) That low-res mess of pixels is not recognizable as a human breast. 
In high school, I bought my own domain name, Francesca.net, and started blogging about my life before it was actually called blogging. I kept that up through college before making the leap to video in 2006, one year after YouTube was founded. I spent the next six years making YouTube videos in my spare time, just for fun. Topics spanned everything from hairstyle tutorials to informational discussions about safe sex to original songs about student loan debt. And then she goes off to put the lyrics to the song. (laughs) (laughs) I'd spend hours each week filming and editing videos after work and sometimes during work when no one was paying attention. But I never had a very big audience. My comment section generally broke down into three categories. LOL, kill yourself, and my mom scolding me about typos and graphics and inappropriate jokes. (laughs) Then one day, it actually happened. Every YouTuber's not-so-secret dream, one of my videos went viral. And I don't mean Huffington Post viral. I'm talking about super massive, mainstream news viral, an unstoppable contagion if contagions also had some good side effects. And it launched my career. That's an excerpt. Man. <laughs> From Francesca Ramsey, yes. also known as Cheska Lee's new book that will be out by the time you guys hear this, called, Well, That Escalated Quickly Memoirs and Mistakes of an Accidental Activist. Oh. Yes. yes. Francesca the Ram. Yes. Yes. So. I will be hosting, by the time you guys hear this, it'll already have happened, but I'll be hosting the kickoff of her book tour, which is super exciting because we've been friends for so many years. So to see that this book is finally out, I remember the day she got the deal, how many months it took for her to like try to get this book out, trying to figure out what it's going to be about and just the whole process. Um, and Cheska, I saw that you wrote my name in the acknowledgments, which almost made me cry. Uh, right? Thanking oh her friends gosh. that held her down while she was like, you know, you start doubting yourself, second guessing yourself, especially in this career and this business. Yeah. And just she was so thankful for the people who've always kind of been there telling her, you're going to make it, it's going to be fine, it's all going to work out. Um, but the book is so good. It's so good. <laughs> so good. You know how, like, you reading people's books. You don't want to just like it because it's your friends. Right. You know, you want to, like, have an honest opinion of it. It's very good. Like, very, very good. And that made me happy because I don't have to lie to her. You told me when the lyrics was put in there. I was like, yes, a lyric break in the book. (laughs) And I love it because she has, she even inserts, which ties into last week's episode about don't read the comments. She inserts comments. (laughs) That she's had to endure. Obviously, she didn't put people's names because that would be insane. Y'all ain't that lucky. Don't go look up your name in there. You know, so she puts in comments that um, have kind of like impacted her life over the years, conversations. It's really funny. She's a comedian, so you're going to have tons of laughs throughout the book. But it's also extremely informative because it is about her becoming an accidental activist. So it shows her journey to learning how to be respectful of people's triggers and you know how to share lessons with people like even when you do get called out online how do you deal with that how do you take it she shares as many times she's been called out she shares the time she's called people out where she learned about how to do that properly without you know like crucifying people for their mistakes Mm. which she's done and kind of regrets in certain aspects so just a really cool memoir it's really cool to like sit and read her journey 
And I'm so excited on what this means. Like, what happens now? Her book comes out. Wow. And so, dope. so I wanted to read the excerpt and to act, to give her space on my wellness <laughs> segment because, A, that's my friend, and I want to amplify her work. But, B, I know that it's her dream to be on the New York seller. What is New York Times bestsellers yeah, list? Yes, yes. It's her dream, you guys. And she deserves to. She absolutely deserves it. And I know that she would lose her shit when it happens because yes. it's going to happen. So, you guys, let's form like Voltron. That's right. We have done this for many different singers, artists, different projects, uh, wellness products that you guys have sold out. Let's all form together to get our friends on the New York Times bestsellers list and get her up yes. there so that this can be a pivotal moment in her career and knowing that we did our best to try to help that happen. So please pre-order. Well, actually, by the time you guys hear this, you won't even have to pre-order. It'll already be out. Get so it. Get it on Amazon. Get it on W-E-Q. Why can I never say that? <laughs> W-T-E-Q-Book.com, which is the website of her book. There you can find out the tour stops of her book tour. You can actually request tour stops if you don't see it coming to your city. So that'll be nice so that you can expand her book tour. And you can order the book. Get your copy. Go Yo. to Barnes & Nobles. Go on Amazon. Wherever it is that you get your books. If you don't see it in a bookstore, tell them that you want it in that bookstore. Let's say you have like a local bookstore or even a big bookstore retailer. Tell them, we want Cheska Lee's new book in it. I don't see it. That way it'll bring more retailers to her. Damn right. You know, let's just... Keep that pushing. We're the ecosystem. I love it. And the cover is amazing. Isn't she it looks cute? so cute. Those are all her favorite colors, so I'm not surprised <laughs> that that's so the cover cute. of the book. Francesca Ramsey. Well, that escalated quickly. Memoirs and Mistakes of an Accidental Activist out now. Yay, Go Francesca. get that. Yay, Chesca Go, Chesca This is huge. What an accomplishment. Your first of many books because you know that this is just the tip of the iceberg. Sending you so much love and yes. support and energy. Get that book. Help her out. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Let's it's jump the 67th into... book of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And now we move on to Mr. Music, man. Ah. What you got for us this week, Asante? Well, why wanna get it started? <laughs> Just wanna sing in his voice. Um, I've been listening to a lot of really random things. A uh, shout out to everybody that reached out to the artist last week, August 08, and his project. Um, I was reading, I think it was Twitter. Someone said, "Wow, August 08 is underrated." But this is actually his newest project. It's his first project. He had to let the world know, like, I'm not underrated. I'm just getting started. Like people are, like you know, people are like, oh, over under undernight overnight success. Like, he's just starting. He's not overnight. He's been working. Mm -hmm. It's the first one. So if, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the project, August 08, um, he's got the project called, sorry, I just had it, and I scrolled up because Carrie. The uh, the entire project is called Father, which actually is one of the songs on the project Father Issues, which is a really dope song. But it's only going to be eight tracks on there. Go check it out. Um, I'm going to write his name down because I forgot to listen. Yeah, he's just this really dope vibe vibey r&b um My somewhere favorite. along right like somewhere along the lines of like gallant but you know not in that same vein like he would come up in like if you had pandora you know pandora used to have like the best radio like he would come up in your pandora radio station i promise you um i've been listening to that project again 
Um, I've also been listening to this artist, Kiana. I hope I'm saying her last name proper, properly. Kiana Lede. Um, it's L-E-D-E. It's Kiana with the K, actually. K-I-A-N-A-L-E-D-E. The song I've been listening to is called Fair Play. Um, I believe it came out last year. But she's actually known for um, being a, an actress of Zoe Vaughn on MTV Scream series. She's also been an R&B and pop vocalist and songwriter and multi-instrumentalist from a young age. She used to she actually landed a RCA label contract for Kids Bop, Kids Star USA talent competition back in 2011. So she's a very young artist that has been singing for a very long time. So it's somebody that I've just been checking out. Uh, I was playing her a little bit earlier for everybody else, but the song Fair Play, it just really goes off, and I like how she does that little siren thing. But just play a little bit for the audience. Hmm. I think it's kind of funny You could say you love me Turn around and play me Yeah I, I like her voice So yes That is who I've been listening to Also <coughs> um, I've been listening to Preem He dropped a project I want to say A week or two ago Who? And, uh, his name is Preem P-R-E-M-E He's a mm. He's an OVO artist I believe uh, You know that's my favorite <laughs> um i just love people like that but uh he had a song i forgot what the song was that i heard from before but it was something really crunk that i just liked but the one that's oh but the one from now that i like is the one with a uh, party next door can't hang remember uh my birthday in atlanta i kept playing that song oh, y'all bitches ain't we drunk outside. enough <laughs> that was uh <laughs> that was the song but the whole project came out like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. uh there are 15 tracks on there the ones that are starred on iTunes, he has a song called Jackie Chan, and it features Post Malone. I just thought that was funny. They hit a song called Jackie Chan, and, um, you know, Chun-Li is out right now. And then also one of the songs starred here is uh, Frostbite featuring Offset, which is a really, really good one. But, um, yeah, I love Preem. I love that OVO wave. If I was to work with anybody, I would hope I would wish OVO would like be like, let's come into the studio. Come like, creative It would just be like a dream if Drake like invited me to the studio to listen to a bunch of people. Like, yes. if, like if I could be like one of the A&Rs at OVO. Like, yeah. that would be dope as fuck. Well, you put it out there. But, yes, that's what I've been listening to, uh, along with um, <laughs> Listens Lately from one Carrie. <laughs> He's got a Carrie's Corner over in Listens Lately. What? He he tweeted somebody I've talked about before. I don't know if I've talked about them on the show, but oh, her name is Queen Irby. Uh, but instead of Queen, it's Q V E E N. And she actually used to do Carmen covers. Like uh you remember the couple that used to be on YouTube and they were like do the, like the little rap singing and it was the husband and wife. And they were white? Yes. Yeah. So now it's just know. the woman. And she and she be rapping her ass off. Yeah, she be rapping her ass off. Yeah, I think I told you about her back when she dropped that track called Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. So she's so she's back with another track uh, called Sade in the '90s, and the, the visual was out. So I was watching the video on YouTube, I, and uh, Carrie actually retweeted it on uh, Twitter, where somebody was like, "You know, this song needs to uh, go for the summer." So check out Queen Irby. That's Q V E E N, and Irby is H E R B Y. You know, some smoking shit. She's cool looking. Um, I like her cover art. Yeah, really, really dope vibe. And um, I know people are going to have something to say about her style and what she's doing. But I think that she is really cool. I like what she's doing so far. She ain't letting me down. So I, I, I've liked where she's been because I thought that it was funny when that Look At Me Now a cover blew up of her and her husband. She was rapping her ass off on that shit. And then for her single to be Busta Rhymes cause, and it being her busting a motherfucking rhyme, <laughs> I thought it was very authentic. I like what she's doing. 
Um, that's it for me, I believe, over here at Listens Lately until I remember later. What have you folks been listening to lately? You go first, Dustin. Principal Dustin. I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually revisited <clears throat> the Rock of Ages soundtrack from the movie. Take Dustin. Um, yeah, because everybody knows I love classic rock. I love 80s rock bands. I love Mary J. Blige, the the marriage of the two was literally a cinematic orgasm for me. I remember me and my sister went to see that movie with nobody in the theater. Like I went to see Rock of Ages like four times in the movies, just because it was she was sing. It was literally my favorite singer singing songs that I've loved all my life. So it was like That's dope. Dope. Anyway, so I went back to that. Um, I'm still listening to the City Girls mixtape. Period. Yes. <laughs> period. Um, every day I find a new inspirational line in that. Yes. Um, Lots of hits there. What else have I been listening to? Um, that song, Yes Indeed, with Drake and um, what's the guy's name? Um, just one second, I'm going to tell you. Just one second, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yes Indeed by Drake and Lil Baby. Oh, yeah. It's the jam. And so I love that. Um, and that's it. There's some other things I've been listening to. But today, those have been occupying my sonic space. Ooh, no my head sonic talk. space. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I'm saying it. That's the thing. These kids, their right. names. They be doing all these things with the names. And it's know. like, if I can't say it, you know, I don't know how to and promote I, it. And I try to respect y'all. So a lot of the times I'll go on YouTube to see if there are interviews. Right. So I can hear how you say your name because I know it must be annoying for people to never get it right. But some of them, I don't even have interviews. So I'm just guessing. But this is an artist. I'm guessing it's written or writing. R-I-T-O-N. Um, featuring Kahlo. And it's a song called Ginger. And you know what's so interesting? It sounds like um, uh, Azalea Banks. Like the cadence. No, listen. It's not her, obviously. But, I mean, it just has a similar sound. It won't even let me play it. See, that's... Because you said, said her. <laughs> look, look, friend, did you watch the interview? <laughs> did you Which watch the, with Azalea Banks? Listen. Don't it sound like Azalea? It do sound like Azalea Banks. Watch. Yeah. And you know what? Oh, this is actually good. But a lot of the a lot of the worldly music sounds like that. I don't remember none of Azalea's songs sounding like that. That's I like that. That's exactly it. But, but, but that's literally how that's literally how I like how that sounds. Who got the ginger? No, but so it's called ginger, and it's just. Popping. It's messed up because her new single, Anna Wintour, has like that in it. And people are going to think that that's the same. But she's always done stuff like that. Who? Azalea Banks. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. To me, that sounded like her. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't even so much the production, but the cadence. So yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, that's Azalea's flow. Yes. At least in my mind. I may be wrong. Maybe it's a flow well, before thank God that. it's in all capital letters because that <laughs> shit must have been lowercase. I ain't never like no Azalea Banks song. <laughs> but I heard it. It, <laughs> it randomly popped up on one of my like suggestions. And I, I love the cover art. The cover art's really cool. It's like this brown skin animated face with like lime green hair. It's just super colorful, summer looking. It's called Ginger. And then the mm-hmm. other song that was suggested by Temi Oni is a song called Pull Up On You. I like it already. <laughs> and listen. Right? <laughs> I'm so... Okay. 
That's Pull Up On You by Tammy Oni and Tierra Wack. And it's dope. Yes, it is. And I'm even like the that. cover art. I oh. love it. Everyone's having just like some super cool looking yeah. cover yes. art lately. I think people are taking more chances, being more playful. Lama D did. <laughs> Didn't see Asante. <sighs> I don't know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? There's, you know, what's funny that you mentioned Jason Derulo because he has I a didn't. song. Why oh, but not you. <laughs> no, I'll put that over there. I, 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 no, Jason Derulo. The over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that way. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Okay, so Dustin mentioned Jason Derulo. <laughs> I mentioned who? <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, go get the spoon. <laughs> But there's a, a Latin artist by the name of Maluma. Ooh. Oh, he's super dope. His album's just dropped, and oh, he's I'm downloading cute. it. Look, I know, I, I know, know who he is. You know who he is, right? Yep. Oh, look at your face. Didn't even know. I know who he is. Oh, I know who he is. His name is Maluma, and he has oh, fame. Yes, fame. Got it. And he actually has a song with he has a song with Sid and Timberland. Oh funny shit! Enough. I, I just went to and Mark Anthony, which we know is the goat. Oh my God, Jason Derulo! You know my. And that's Anthony why she brought it up because there's a song with Jason Derulo. On it's it. Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me because I was like, "What was I listening to Jason Derulo this week?" Oh yeah, because he's on the Maluma album. But my favorite song on that project is called Corazón. Oh, it's gonna hit. I already know. Okay, wait till that drops though. <laughs> Wait till the drop. Hey. Y'all should see them dance. <laughs> I love y'all talking so about much. His heart. <laughs> already know. Look, already know. No, but know. how dope. He's telling the girl, you broke my heart into little pieces, but all that means is that I have pieces to give to all the other girls. Ooh. See, I knew I felt connected to this music. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That makes me feel like I'm home. Y'all know where I live. And so because seriously, like all jokes aside, I have grown to love so much Spanish music. That's why I joke and speak Spanish on the show all the time. Because I think it's so dope. I love living where I live. Yeah. And so I hear these songs and the... Especially it's, for summer, right? It just gets the blood flowing. Oh you my hear God. something. Shout out to J-Lo, too. You know that she's kind of gone that whole direction completely. Fuck like, it. all her songs yeah. are just like Latin dance. Why are you making that face? I mean, song? you know, I'm so... You've been. You've been. <laughs> so. <laughs> but I want you guys to check out the Maluma Project. He's super adorable. You know what's funny? I just caught myself from saying cute because someone said they want to start a drinking game for every time I say cute on the show. Oh, God, I get him fucked up then. <laughs> I can't help it. It's my favorite word. But he's adorable. If you look at... <laughs> I'm going to start switching it up. He's super adorable. And on, he's actually a really good singer, too. Because a lot of the Latin songs, sometimes the artists are just, like, cute. You know, right. they have, like, a big following because they're cool looking. That'd be enough for me. I mean, sometimes it is. But he's all of it. And he's talented. Um, so definitely check out the project. I actually didn't listen to the song with Mark Anthony yet. Mm-hmm. And it's a salsa song. So I'm excited about that. It's probably really fucking good. But check him out. Um, those are the only songs I've had on my list. And still listen to Lauren, <laughs> the Unplugged album. Yes. She just got a hold on me right now. I just relate to it she so much. She really got a hold <laughs> on you. Really got a hold, baby. 
I love that song. <laughs> Y'all know that song? Uh, yes. You really got to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and last, I have to shout out the homie. Um, you guys remember I mentioned Anna Wise? Yeah. Yes. That's the Anna W I know. Go ahead. <laughs> She's worked on a lot of TDE projects. She's worked. You'll hear her background vocals. <laughs> you know vocals. what I thought she was going to say? <laughs> TDE Jake's projects. <laughs> She's worked on a lot of TDE projects uh-huh. uh, with Lamar, Lamar, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of, you'll hear her in his background vocals yes, and yeah. just a lot of his lyrics. She's so, dope, though. Yes, yeah. incredible. So she actually has a show. This Friday in New York City at Le Poison Rouge. Oh, mm. Le Poison Rouge! It starts at 8 p.m. Right? It's with her band, and it's I've been going to, to Le Poison Rouge a few times. I like Le Poison Rouge. Asante is full performance right now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this so theatrical. You know you sound like, like you remember that. that dude from I need me someone from Westchester. Oh yeah, <laughs> Wepa. Oh, I need me some a nigga from Westchester. Yeah, oh, damn, that nigga was funny. Hell yes. <laughs> and he was white, though. Oh, he was his <laughs> <laughs> XD said he was white. I'm like, you was lying. We've been hoodwinked and bamboozled <laughs> once again. <laughs> once again. XD said that the other day on their show, and I screamed. I was like, that guy was white. He would be crucified if that came out. Today, okay. He from Westchester. Wait, we're going to go back to La Paso Rouge on Friday. So I will be there on Friday because I have to support her. Well, I want to be a La Paso Rouge. <laughs> Let's roll. Let's I'm serious. And it starts at 8. Um, she has a new project releasing, which I'm so excited about. Does she have the name for it? I don't think she said the name for the project yet. She's just saying that she's been listening to it. But she will be debuting a lot of the new songs that she's written, produced. She's even engineered it. Dope. Oh, like she Fuck is yes. the real deal. I just love her. Want to support her? So please check her out at La Poison Rouge. That's Anna the Wise. Anna Wise. You can actually go to her Instagram, Anna the Wise, and check out more information. And go find her on Spotify, Apple. What is it called now? Is it still iTunes? Ap- Apple Music. Apple Music. <laughs> iTunes to buy music. the tunes. Apple Music to stream the tunes. There we go. Wherever else Ow. music is streamed and sold. Check out Anna Wise. She deserves the support because she is someone who does it all in the studio. And I love people like that. So mm. shout out to you. I'll be at Le Poison Rouge. And that's it for me. That's I just right. have uh, one more random thing to say. I'm obsessed with Zoe Kravitz. Yeah? I am. I just really want to know. She sound good on, um, what was it, the Ray Shrummer? I really yeah. liked her on that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, her on that and Janelle Monet, like two completely different types oh, of projects, right. and I think she sounds dope on both of them. But uh, I've been listening to both of those projects just because I like them both, the uh, Ray Shimmer and Janelle Monet. But I just really want to know what Zoe's gonna do if she's ever gonna do anything, like if she's gonna put out something and what it would sound like. She, she has a band. She does. It's called Lola Wolf. You know, these kids always got some shit like a... Uh, what a dope name. They should brand that. Lola. That sounds like dope-ass like clothing and housewares. Oh, Lola Wolf. It sounds like a design house. Yeah. That's dope. It does, right? Yeah. Lola Wolf. And it's her and a, and a dude, I think. But yeah, it's dope. He they, must be the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> they toured with uh, Jay Davey. So that's how I first heard mm. about them. Um, but yeah, they're dope. I do know a guy named Lola, though. He lives in El Paso, Texas, too. Shout out to my nigga Lola from El Paso. A dude named I, Lola? On everything. That's poppin'. Shout out to my nigga Lola from El Paso, Lola. for real. Yeah. <laughs> and he is so much fun, y'all. Like, yes. 
I'm but like, yeah, check her out. It's a, it's dope music. I like when people do shit like that. Like when uh, like Donna Summer, her daughter, she has a band too called Johnny Swim. Oh really? Yeah. Have you ever listened to them? Mm-mm. Oh Johnny my gosh. Swim. Yeah, it's I her. Check it it's out. her and her husband, I believe, and he plays in. Um, it's like this cool like pop folk music. Uh, they had a song called Heartbeat that I fell in love with many moons ago. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just love when people do stuff like that. So I'm obsessed with Zoe Kravitz and. You know what? Because I said Johnny Swim, they had just dropped a new project too, and I'm gonna download it and tell you about it simultaneously. But uh, Johnny Swim, like I said, is uh, Donna Summer's daughter, Amanda Sudano. I think her last Amanda name is Perez. <laughs> Angel Perez. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's in a group called Johnny Swim, and it's her, her husband, and they dropped a project recently called Georgica Pond. Oh no, Goodbye Road. It's the new EP. It's Johnny Swim <laughs> and Drew Holcomb. But um, they do music like this. This is I Won't Back Down. <coughs> They've been out for a while? Mm-hmm, like a few years at the least. Sold. I can't get to the daughter quick enough. But so that's her husband singing now. I love this song, the original. That's what she hear her. Yes, harmonies. You know that's a nasty song for real. Here we go. It's about bringing somebody right to the edge. <laughs> All right, you got to listen to it on your own because I'm not going to get to the daughter. And it's gonna give, if I give Dustin more time to talk, he's only going to make it worse. So go check out Johnny Swim. Uh, Georgia Capone was the project that I listened to way back in the day. Uh, they had a song on there called Touching Heaven, another one called I Summertime. What I tell you? <laughs> Touching Heaven. This is a this is nasty music. <laughs> I might listen. I mean, not nasty. They've music. got some really great. Like, if you like the the guitar and all that, and then just some singing ass shit. Like, give me a couple more titles. <laughs> Please don't do it. I'm trying to look for one to not give no, him either, because he will make it work. Let right, me see your damn phone. <laughs> Because really first try, I, I, know, oh, I, I was trying first to try. Was the first thing that got my eye. Drunks, lonely night in Georgia, in my arms. Come on now, <laughs> there you go. Too easy. Sex they, music. They make bomb ass music. So go check bomb them out. ass music. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Roll listen up. to your dirty mind. Listen my to your dirty music. Dirty. Whoa. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, because it's going to be your segment next, I just want to go ahead and say shout out to Normani and her performance. And yes. then I'll close out the music segment and we can move over to the TV Land segment. That song, Love Lies. Love Lies, yes. Is it Khalid or Khalid? I think it's Khalid, only because there's DJ. It's Khalid? Our only, engineer says it's Khalid. We're going to let you take the lead. <laughs> and his name is Khalid. So it's Khalid and Normani. Yes. Right. Woo! Can I just say I that I, I mentioned this was months and months ago. I, I don't even pay attention to Fifth Harmony, right? Except for that cover of Red by Taylor Swift that they did, which I know Taylor Swift is no gum under the shoe, but well, let me just say 
she wrote the shit out of that song, Red, and Fifth Harmony sang the shit out of it. I don't know if it's still on YouTube. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. Look up Fifth Harmony Red, R E D. Homework. You haven't done it in a minute. On the school episode. On the school episode. <laughs> on the school episode. Alignment. Oh my Boom. God. Like a vehicle. That was a front end. That was actually a back end alignment. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Because we're towards the end of the show. But yes, I just oh, want to say that Normani is a star, and I saw it in her a long time ago. She's always stood out to me, and not just because she was the black girl, but she's always been like a standout talent. And it's so, I'll, some people just need to be solo artists, and she's one of them. Yo, but she got that it. move when she came out of the doorway, did the like stomp walk, mm-hmm. spun, flipped the hair. Then landed like on almost like a b boy stance with her legs straight. I obviously I'm not describing it at all if you didn't see it, but there's someone made a gif of that moment and that shit is epic. Yes. When she did it, did you get on your Andre three thousand and Patty LaHale and say <laughs> she thinks she got it? Oh, she thinks she got it when you saw her do it because she does. I love the fact that she did that on the live stage because it was so. Instrumental for me to have seen that vid- that clip of her like falling on stage while performing with Fifth Harmony and saving the fuck out of it and showing how bad of a bitch she yeah, was. Yeah, she fell and yeah. did the splits or something, yes. right? Um, and yeah. then for that video for Love Lies to drop and see how awesome she looked. So then t- to get another follow up of her doing that awesome ass dance She's on so the pretty. damn Yo, stage for everybody was fly. Total package. Oh, absolutely. I haven't felt that way about an artist. You know, you hear good songs, good voices, but entertainer. I should say entertainer. I haven't watched an entertainer outside mm-hmm. of maybe Beyonce mm-hmm. that made me be like, oh, like, you know, you're like, dang. Somebody that wants to go above and that beyond they just to perform. just go hard in that <laughs> moment took me back to because back in the day we used to see that all the time all the that time. was right. way more it common it was status quo it was status quo to be in the industry you had to be that epic but now you don't get you don't have to be that epic nope. you can just have a large following online and have a deal but she is a star like I can't believe that. Did you see the other young lady perform for, uh, that used to be in Fifth Harmony? Camilla, Camilla uh, Sabayo, Saboya? Mm-hmm. Camilla Cul-de-sac. Yes. <laughs> yes. What would you think of her performance? I didn't watch it. I didn't catch it. Did you watch it? I well, <laughs> So I watched it simply for... <laughs> I didn't watch the show itself, so I was catching up on clips, and the clip said Pharrell and That's her. That's what I'm like. So I, was like, I oh, only watched... So I clicked, and I watched Pharrell, and I realized same. that he was leaving, so I was like, damn, you know, am I going to get up and change the channel? Oh, did they perform the, the Sangria Wine yes. song they have? I just heard it uh, on Spotify. I did, too. Yeah, I, well, it was I, on the top. Is like, it good? Releases. It's fun. It's catchy. I it's haven't... a fun New York, New York. It's a fun summer record. So she, I, I don't hate her music. I will say, I think that she's cool, but she doesn't give me like. And maybe she's gonna work her way up to it. Maybe this is her laying her groundwork. But I don't get from her what I get from Normani. Not comparing them as like coming from the same group, but as far as like people that want to perform and be stars. I think yeah. this is a very fair comparison to make. First of all, because they do come from the same group. So well, I yeah. think that whereas normally I don't support those comparative, you know, situations. I think this one I do. And I think that there's something to be said for the fact that Camilla makes music that anybody could sing, and Normani is memorable. There are things about Normani and just in her performing that have made her unforgettable. Camilla's songs just sound good. You know, we like Havana. Yeah, Havana's cute. I haven't, now I'll be honest, Mm -hmm. I haven't heard Normani's music. Right, Mm -hmm. she hasn't put a whole lot out yet. That's why I was going to say, we didn't even have to to feel like she's a star. No, yeah, musically, I I can't even really tell you what her energy signature is yet because I'm not familiar. This song with Khalid is the first one that I was like, ooh. And 
funny enough, I saw the clip of the performance and was blown away. She's a fucking star, like hands down, undeniable. Right. And then I was on the train, and uh, you know how Spotify makes daily mixes for you? They put the Love Lies track for my mix this week, which I wasn't familiar with even before yesterday's performance. And hearing it and kind of being disconnected from knowing who it was, I didn't know who it was. Mm -hmm. It just came on. And I was like, this song is amazing. I click it, (laughs) look who it is. (laughs) It's her. It was her. You hear my accent come out. It's her. (laughs) It's her and him. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So she's on to something. That's exciting. I love the birth of a new star. I feel like we haven't seen that in so long. Yes. I think she's going to be really big. She is. Sending her a ton of energy. I can't wait. That is exciting. She's been working with uh, some people that I know, so I'm excited to see her journey and watch it go up. We're here for you. Excited. Yeah, that's it. I love it. That's all I've been listening to. Okay, well, shit, let's go on over into TV land, and I introduce my goddamn self. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go on into TV land then, okay? Um, This week. I just want to have a quick talk. Um, And I find that this is, speaking of comparative analysis, okay, we're going to talk about the parallels of two reality stars who have both, I feel, been in the same position on different shows on different networks. One person dropped the ball and the other one is still dribbling. The person who's still dribbling is Carly Redd from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. (laughs) And the person who has let go of the Spalding is Sheree Whitfield. Sheree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I think that, and follow me, right? I think that Carly <laughs> Red. Okay. Carly Red has literally done everything right when it came to being the type of reality star that she is and offering the type of contribution that she offers to in, to her show. You know, the people that do the types of things that she does on TV and make the kind of choices that she makes for that lane in that space, she has literally batted a thousand. Carly Red now owns multiple businesses. She has multiple stores that are like thriving. What was her single? Um, Prada, Gucci, Fendi, Gucci, Prada. Louis Gucci, Prada. Louis Gucci, Prada. That's my point. (laughs) And she's still here. What was that? No, Tisha. Sidebar, Asante, what was that Kylie Red song that we actually was like, okay, low key, this is the jam with Young Jock. Remember, it was her and Young Jock. They have a Kylie Red has a song with Young Jock that's actually good. I can't remember. Right, the like, let's, let's right, let, let me find this. The point that I'm making is that Kylie Red was not necessarily the marquee <laughs> name on the cast. You know <laughs> what I mean? But she made a lane for herself and she stayed in it. She's done things like formed relationships. Every season, you notice when there's new cast members on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Carly Red has a relationship with them. It's always, you know, one of Carly's girls, you know, that's new and introduced. It's always somebody she knows. She's aligned herself consistently with what's been brought new to the show to stay relevant. And it's worked. She's been a main cast member from the beginning of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta until now. And she's forced us to like need her on the show. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta lost what we thought was like the nucleus of the show, which she was, Jocelyn Hernandez. But Carly Red <clears throat> is still there and still keeping things going. And I can't imagine if you look at the plot line for this season on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, right? Carly Red has 
close ties and close relationships with Tokyo Vanity, with Sierra, with all the new girls, and she's even been instrumental in keeping the mess going, going and talking to their boyfriends and talking to the girl who's fucking with her boyfriend. It's always been Carly that makes it happen and brings it back, right? She's always been in the middle of everything, and she stays relevant. Sheree could have done the same thing. Sheree was a person who we were introduced to in season one. And when you think about, just like when you think about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, you think about Carly Red. When you think about the Real Housewives of Atlanta in the early seasons, Sheree is a part of that conversation, certainly. She was a founding member. She was the original bad and bougie. You know what I'm saying? That's what she was. <laughs> um, she acted funny like she was better than Nene. And she just created that narrative. And it really followed her through 10 seasons on the show. The difference is she got fired before, got brought back as a friend of the show, and then basically grandfathered in as a housewife just because of her past credentials. She wasn't ever bringing anything interesting to the show. Sheree stayed. Being on the show has been enough in her mind, and she's fallen flat. She's offered nothing else. She's even been in a pen pal relationship with somebody in jail, okay? And she called it a relationship, but they was pen pals as a folks. That's all they was doing on the show. There's been nothing of interest. She has children that could have been interesting. We still have yet to see She by Sheree, a clothing line that she touted that she was working on. And she had events, actual events. She claimed she had a she was the person who went down in television history for having what Dwight Eubanks coined a fashion show without fashions, how dreadful. <laughs> That's what she had. She literally had a fashion show with literally no fashions. She's yet to bring this clothing line to fruition, but she wants to be respected as a fashion designer. And she even went out. She went out on a sad note this season. This is her last season on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's been let go. And she went out on such an embarrassing note when Andy Cohen asked her about She by Sheree. And if it was coming, like he's been asking her for the past 10 years, every reunion he asked her if it's coming or if she's wearing it, every reunion is about to, every reunion is about to come. This year she says, he asked her when She by Sheree was coming, and she responded, uh, joggers, uh, lifestyle, uh, September, spring, summer. Now, I know, and people who understand fashion and the cycles understand that what she was trying to say was that, well, the lie she was trying to come up with in the moment was that she was going to present She by Sheree as a lifestyle, you know, athleisure line uh, in September. She was going to present the spring-summer version of the line, you know, according to the fashion calendar, which makes sense. But she's so dumb and she's such a bad liar that she wasn't quick enough on her feet. And she stumbled and she stuttered <clears throat> and it became an iconic slip of the tongue. And it was also her swan song. She went out like Lamont Sanford, a big dummy. Okay? And so I just, that was a, uh, I'm about to get on my Nicki Minaj and tell the reference. That was a Sanford and Son mm -hmm. reference for those who don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I just feel like, you know, Sheree Whitfield has really, really dropped the ball. And Carly Red has really kept the ball afloat. And I think it's such an an eye-opening study to really look at the two and see, wow, on reality TV, because there's 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 some sort of system here or some sort of flow, and, and even though reality TV is so spontaneous and organic, there's a way to do it, a way to make it work, and a way to remain successful as a reality TV star. And Carly Rand has done that. So for all that she is not, which is usually, you know, the word shit, because she ain't shit, the one thing she has been is consistent and smart with her presentation. And shame on Sheree Whitfield for not even being as good as Carly Red. 
And on that note, I'm ready to move on to asking for a friend. Wow. <laughs> Something to think about. No, oh, wow. Sheree Whitfield. <laughs> You see how that truth just hit us like that? <laughs> that truth just slapped us all in the damn face. Oh, no. Over uh, that way. Mm. <laughs> Louis Gucci Prada. What was the second song? Did you find it? I couldn't, and I was too busy looking at how terrible all the covers were. Uh, there's Bring It, there's Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. That's with, the song. With young Dro. Her, yeah, Young Dro. I'm sorry. Not Young Jack. It's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, <hold laughs> on. You know, Carly Red Heartbreaker deserves a moment, and since we always do this, we finna get her a little bit, too. Listen to this, y'all. This was the jazz. I remember this. <laughs> Didn't it slap Asante? Shout out to Kyrie Ray. Give her hers. <sighs> Come on, Asante. I know your work hard. You know how the studio be in Atlanta. <laughs> I know you work hard. Hey! <laughs> hey! You'll be playing in them streets. Woo! Shout out to Kylie Ray. We had to I give her a little feed. Do they even sound Come on. like Kylie Ray? <laughs> I know you work high. Come on, Kylie Ray, heartbreaker. So. <laughs> Not come on, Kylie Ray. Shout out to Kylie Ray and shout out. Shout, 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 bout <laughs> to Sheree Whitfield. Let's go. Uh, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com with all of your mess, your comments, and all that jazz and all that trash. The subject of this one is, my boyfriend is 20 years older than me. Am I tripping? Hey, guys. So I have a boyfriend of about four months, and he's 20 years older than me. I'm 25, and he's 45. Wow. He, and he only has one kid who's 13. At first, I was a little cautious about dating him because of our age difference. But the more I got to know him, the more I started to like him for who he was. I can be my complete self around him, and all he wants to do is make me a better person. And in, 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 and in case you were wondering, yes, he buys me stuff too. He's in the music business, so he's always around young people, and is hip to the same things that I am. Hip. And, right. Hip too. <laughs> <laughs> and when we go out, I'm the one who can't keep up with him. LOL. Go figure. The only issue is that my friends aren't really too excited for me. When I first was getting to know him, I didn't tell anyone about him now that I'm in a relationship. I'm sorry. When I was first getting to know him, I didn't tell anyone about him. But now that I'm in a relationship, I have. They all think it's a sugar daddy situation. And I know that's probably exactly what it looks like when we step out in public. A part of me cares, but bigger part of me doesn't give a fuck because why should I? He treats me better than a lot of my friends, my friend's boyfriends, and I feel like I'm lucky to have him. I'm wondering, though, should I be cautious with my relationship? I really feel like I'm finally growing into who I am by simply being around his energy. And isn't that what's most important? I'm used to being a single bad bitch, but he's introduced me to the fly and kept lifestyle, and I like it. Sometimes I wonder if being if I'm being blindly manipulated and others I feel like I'm blocking my blessing. What do you think? <laughs> I think that... I don't think there's nothing wrong with somebody 25 dating somebody 45, right? As long as the 25-year-old is 25 and the 45-year-old is 45. The old nigga don't be need to trying to act young to keep up. <laughs> the young person, you don't need to be trying to slow down to, you know, assimilate to an older person lifestyle. Y'all need to be exactly where you are in life and true to that, including the lessons that you are yet to learn and the lessons that he has already learned. He doesn't need to pressure you to get where he is. You don't need to feel pressure to get where he is y'all just need to be 25 and 45 and if you can do that this can work 
as far as what your friends think, Genuine already told you about that. What'd he say? It ain't none of your friends' business, okay? There you go right there. It doesn't matter what they think. If you're happy, enjoy it. There's a part of you that is attracted to the age difference and the taboo nature of that and the fact that people are kind of affected by that. You like that. That's why you reference how y'all look when y'all step out and what it gives to people and all of that shit. You need to let all that go and really like him for who he is and just that, not the fact that he's older than you. As long as it's not a fetish or whatever, kick it. Who cares? Mm. Friend? <laughs> oh, you kicking about me? Yeah. Um, I don't think that. So first of all, just the hood rat in me. The answer is always yes. You need to be cautious in your relationship, just because you need to always be cautious yeah, in your relationships. Um, I don't think for me the age thing. I don't care, and I, I think that you only care because your friends care. And really, you just need mm. to be cautious in any vein, just because you are are growing up not even because you're dating an older person just because you are becoming who you are you just need to always be cognizant of what's going on so i think that you're going to encounter that when you're dating anybody but because this person does work with younger people and then he's like dating you i wonder um it just makes me wonder (coughs) certain other things but i'm not really clear on you guys relationships so i don't really care to enter that into there so what i will say is just don't allow what other people what they have going on to affect what you're thinking about because your friends are right to care because he's older, but they only care because they don't know him either, and that's not their business, like Dustin and Genuine say. It's just really... <laughs> a, not Dustin and Genuine. It's just really a matter of you getting to know this man, and then once you're like, all right, well, I think you are a little bit of a creep, so I'm going to go, then go. But if you are dealing with him and he seems fine and you're not pressured into anything, then, you know, just let it run its course until you're done having fun, or <clears throat> maybe y'all grow old together, or maybe you just say, you know what? No more. No, thank you. I'm good. But that's on you. So you don't got to break up with him just because he's old. You should just break up with him because you're tired of seeing his ass. <laughs> I think you should. I think you deserve that. You know what I'm saying? What about you, friend? I mean, I think it's based on sh- if he's not trying to control her. Right. No. You know, or trying to. Intuitively, she knows if this is a good fit or not. Right. I remember at, at that age dating someone that was a lot older as well. Funny thing is. Once I got older and was able to look back, I understood why he was dating me because I was so young. I didn't challenge him as far as, like, checking him. You know what (laughs) I mean? Or I wasn't fully aware at that age of ways that I was, like, being manipulated because I hadn't experienced very much. And so he was smart picking someone younger as opposed to someone his age who would be like, no, motherfucker, I'm not doing that. Remember last week we talked about gaslighting, a lot of tactics. Now, uh, your prefrontal cortex, which is the part of Give your brain. Science, <laughs> no, listen, this is for real. I know. The part of your brain that develops um, that's based on, like, decision-making, you know, like, keeping you rational, that doesn't develop until you're 25, which is why a lot of your decisions, you know, in your early 20s, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's that doesn't develop till you're 25. And so I've had men my age and older tell me that they won't date someone older than 25 because they don't want to be challenged. Mm. Because it's easier. It's easier to get them to be how they need to be or to be a little passive in a way, you know, because it's like, a 35, 45-year-old woman, we got a lot of mouth. Right. <laughs> you can't really get a lot past us. Not all of us, but most of us. Like, with me, 
oh, you know, a 45, whatever year old man, he can, there's, there's a lot he's not going to get away with because <laughs> I've already been through it. I've experienced it. And so he will have a better chance having a more chill relationship with someone at 25. Am I saying that that's what's happening with you? No, I don't know you. I don't know him. But you would know if that's what's happening. You would feel it. You would be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Is he kind of trying to control maybe how you dress or who you talk to or right. who you're around or where you go out? Like Dustin said, as long as you're being a 25-year-old and he's being a 45-year-old, lines aren't being crossed, no projections are being made on who's supposed to be doing what, then you should be good. Have fun. Enjoy it. Live a little. Yeah, but stay intuitive. You know, let your intuition let exactly. like guide you on when it, it's time to stay when it's time to go You're, there's no greater source of of information on what to do next than your intuition decide on your own when you're ready to get rid of this nigga <laughs> but trust and believe that people know the science oh, yeah. of when someone's brain oh, yeah. <laughs> can make proper decisions for their life and it's not before and it's before 25 that that shit is even developed. And some people know that. Some men know that. And you can't be, if you're going to be in a relationship, you need to be in it. You can't be in it and turning your nose when you see him going to sleep with a hot water bottle on the back of his small ass oh back or, you know, doing old, you know, drinking I'm, coffee I'm in the morning and eating a, right you know, drinking coffee and eating a sweet roll in the morning, reading the newspaper and shit. You can't resent that kind of stuff. After you know what I'm tag. saying? You. You know. I feel seen and attacked. <laughs> you might have to watch a little CBS in this relationship. You know what I'm saying? You know, you never know. You know what I'm saying? You know? Why they, are you talking about me on the show? I'm just saying. You know, when y'all Netflix and chill, it might be in them Cracker Barrel rocking chairs. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. You can't get mad at that. You know what I'm saying? You might stand That's on the couches true. in VIP wearing rock ports. You can't get mad at that. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting on my Clark sometimes. Hey, hey, hang on. Hey, hey, hey. Look, 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 I too. Shout out to Clark. Shout out to Clark. <laughs> Shoot. Hopefully well, that helps. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> um, now we're going to move on to the black business of the week. I had a black business, but I also was um on Francesca's website too because I was looking at her dates. And I just wanted to say that if y'all don't get her in your city, y'all should just request her. I think that w- I really wanted to say that. Like if you don't see her at a stop, you should just get together with all your friends and be like, y'all, we need to request her and have her come because I think it would be a dope experience for you guys to see her and talk to her and have her, you know, read her book as well as getting the book. Because I feel like we can and will make this be on the New York best New York Times bestseller list. And I feel Absolutely. like there's no reason that we should not get a, a chance to talk to her as well and see her and have her experience or experience the book with her. I feel like it's just a... Another mode of having great black excellence. Hey. So, WTEQbook.com again. Um, should I actually do a black business or can I leave that? Because I just like Cheska Lee so damn much. We could leave it at her so she can get all the energy. H-E-R. Okay. <laughs> um, well, since we are doing black businesses of the week, um, I would also like to say that I am still doing If I Were a Rapper. Uh, Dustin... Is one of the team captains. You just couldn't hold it to church I, announcements. Could. I couldn't. You just couldn't, I couldn't wait to church announcements. Only because I was on my damn <laughs> Instagram. Church announcements? We're not there yet? Yeah, no. We, we segwaying. So this is Black Business of the Week segwaying in the church announcements. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only because I put up that damn poll for um, if I were a rapper and I said, are you going to be Team Weezy? Are you going to be Team Dustin? And Team Dustin came and showed out. And of it was course. at like 87, 88%. Damn. So, 
you know, come out, see what's going to happen. personal, baby girl, but you finna get rolled like some dice next Wednesday. <laughs> so, so come out, <laughs> come out and, and, and see, you know, I don't know. Weezy, you know, she might have been a rapper back in the day. She uh-huh, might got some bars uh-huh. to spit. Weezy F, maybe. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> Your grandmama's the baby girl. You don't want to come around. <laughs> let, let me tell you something, baby girl. Wait till, just wait till June 6th, baby. June 6th, 7.30 p.m. It's going down. Justin Ross versus Weezy of Horrible Decisions Podcast. Uh, it's going to be 7.30 at the Tada Youth Theater. If I were a rapper.com for tickets. I'm actually going to be at Moselle at the Pompette Wine Shop. Uh, if you're listening, this is Wednesday. I'm probably going to be at the wine shop uh, tonight from 6 to 8. Somewhere in there, there's going to be like a fake testing that I'm going to make him do. A fake tasting, excuse me. So he's probably listening to this episode early in the day, and I'm going to show up later. And we're doing a tasting tonight. So most of you are listening. Get ready for that. So stop by Pompette Wine Shop tonight from 6 to 8 to get you a taste of some wine and come say what's up to me. And you might have a chance of winning tickets to If I Were a Rapper. Uh, that's it for me. So now we're going to move into the real church announcements since this was the segue. Dustin Ross, what are your church announcements? Nothing. Just y'all can catch me every Wednesday catch on Um Watch Grown Man Shit. We're putting a lot of, of heart and soul into that series. Really proud of it. Thank you for all the love you've been giving to it. Um, you can catch us once again June 16th, Los Angeles. We can't wait to see your faces. The show is actually yes. in Beverly Hills. <laughs> So we'll see y'all June 16th in L.A., thefriendzonelive.com. You can get your tickets there. Please come see us. I can't wait. Yes. And thank you again to Moby for being a part of that. Um, And, friend, what do you have, honey? Well, I actually wanted to announce that season three of Insecure has dropped their official date, and that will be August 12th. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yes. yes. Wow. And make sure you guys go rewatch season two where you will see our very own Dustin uh, Ross. Oh. <laughs> but I wanted to let you guys know that Crystal and I will be back at it. Yes. <laughs> That's right. For season three. That's which, right. <laughs> you guys know that podcast is hilarious because it's basically me and Crystal battling. Heart versus her just cursing. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like the it's perfect amazing. mixture yes. of emotions and lack of emotions. The yin and the yang. The yin and the yang. So, uh, yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll be at Essence Fest as well. Yes. Because mm. um, mm. we have some projects with the cast, which will be super exciting. So you'll see us around. Also support the Reed. Support yes. Lewis York. Yes. The whole squad will be. You guys are going to Essence Fest. I sure am. The yes. whole squad will be at Essence Fest. I was just trying to convince Jade. Yesterday, she was like, should I go? I'm like, we all should be there. Yes. We had so much fun do last it. summer. And yeah. shout out to New Orleans. I want to do a little bit. We'll, we'll talk. Shout right? out to New Orleans. We I can't wait to see y'all during Essence. Right? New right? Orleans, man. Yeah, so New Orleans, those of you going to Essence Fest, holla at a play when you see me in the okay. street. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holla at a play. <laughs> holla at a play. Holla at a play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> holla at a play. Holla at a play. And on that note, stay black and protect your magic. Holla at a play, Adele Carmen. <laughs> Bye. Holla at a play. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot. 
for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.